Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to The Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kema Walker, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. What's going on, K Walker and Jay? All is well, all is well. Looking forward to another great one. Everything's good, Britt. My Cowboys bounce back, so I'm looking forward to getting into that tonight. So I'm feeling good. I'm also looking forward to see who you got next week. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's in the past. <laughs> yeah, we got to look forward to the future. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you don't get a cookie for beating New England Patriots. Uh, you're supposed to beat that team. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, and you know, daggone well, you can't start the show off with that comment and not think I'm not going to have a comeback for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, Britt. It's all good. But anyway, I'm happy because my Phillies, if you can see it, it's kind of hiding by the, 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 the little, my name there, is in the playoffs or wild card round right now against the Maryland, Marlins. Marlins, what the heck? The Marlins. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a little nervous. Marlins are a tough, tough team. They're, they're, they're feisty. So, mm-hmm. and, but hopefully the Phillies could pull it out. They're hitting strides at the right time. So that's the good thing. Um, but you guys ready to talk some sports? Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. Let's do it. Let's let's get into it. All right. So before we start with the NFL, I actually want to start with the NBA because it is now back in action. Most teams have already started training camp with most media days occurring yesterday. Um, and prior to training camp, prior to media day, we had a couple blockbuster trades. And we're going to start with the biggest one, which was Damian Lillard was traded to the Milwaukee Bucks in a blockbuster deal. The details of the trade are Bucks get Lillard, Portland get Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, some other player I cannot <laughs> say his name, uh, Bucks 2029 unprotected first round pick and swap rights. The Suns get uh, Yusuf, Yusuf, <clears throat> Nurkic, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keenan Johnson. Guys, who is the winner of this trade? I know most people automatically say the Bucks, but who do you think is the winner of the trade? Okay, welcome to start with you. You know what? I, I like the Suns here. I really do think that they, they didn't get any big-name guys, but they got guys that they needed. They got bench guys. Mm-hmm. They got depth. They got guys who 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 who'll do the things that you know the Beals won't do or you know the KDs won't do or the Bookers won't do. You know, those scrappy guys like a Grace, you mentioned Grace and Allen in that deal yeah. and not see a little. I like that. I really like this trade for uh for Phoenix. It really for me puts them right up there with Denver, in my opinion, because again, it, last year we saw that 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 lack of depth. Uh, for them, it caused them in the uh, you know in the long run because KD had to run more minutes than he was you know he was used to. Same with Devin Booker. We saw that um, you know uh, Aiton just disappeared you know in the playoffs. But yeah, I think you know even though you saw the big names, you heard all the big names of Dame Little going to to the Bucks and teaming up with Giannis. I really think the Suns uh, you know won this trade uh, in my opinion, and I think we'll see that you know in, in you know down the stretch. Jay, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I don't disagree with K Walk. I, I do think the Suns got a lot better. They added a lot of depth that they they obviously needed. And then when you have three superstars and in, in KD Booker and Bradley Beal, I mean that K Walk is right. That is a roster that is ready to make a deep run. And I and I, I agree. I have them right there with the Nuggets now. But 
I think when you look at Milwaukee, obviously getting Dame, I, I think that is huge for them because if you can trot out Dame, Giannis, and Mil- Middleton, that's a pretty nice big three as well. My only caution to like Bucks fans who already have them like penciled in for the NBA championship, recent history doesn't show well for teams that have just been thrown together and getting it done in, in the first right. year. I mean, you can think back to all the guys that have tried to come together. I don't know if any of them were able to actually win a championship in year one. So I think you know, it's a great place for Dame. It's a nice pickup for Milwaukee, but I think everybody needs to pump the brakes a little bit on the Bucks are going to win a championship. I'm just not convinced it's going to come together that easily for them. Yeah, Jay, I actually agree with you on that. It's going to take time. Um, I know there's an 82 game season, but it's still going to take time. You may need one more season. Um, and then they lost some key pieces. So yeah. that's another thing people aren't really thinking about Grayson Island, Drew Holiday. Those are some big losses. There's a couple other players in there. Um, so, I mean, they'll figure it out. You know, they're smart players. I'm not going to lie. I, I think as far as who I think the winner is, I think it's a win, win, win. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're all winners. If you look, yeah. at, if you, if you look at it uh, um, for, for each team, you know, Bucks got a high scoring star and Damon Lillard, you know, arguably one of the best scorers, second to Steph, however you want to put them. I put Steph first. Earlier I heard people saying they put Damian first. I don't know about that. Um, I put Steph first. Um, Portland, they get death. They get young pieces. They That's still they want to grow, right, and not have to start over. So they're not necessarily starting over. Plus they got a bunch of draft picks. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is great. And then as K-Walk alluded to a little bit earlier, Suns got death. What were they missing in a, in a championship? I'm sorry, the playoffs last year, not the championship, the playoffs last year, death. You could tell their players were tired. They, they yeah. didn't really have rest. They didn't really have a bench whatsoever that could come in and help out. And that's exactly what they got. So I think personally, I think all three of these teams were winners. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. They all got better. No, go ahead, Cable. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to say Portland. You know, they got exactly what they wanted. They wanted mm-hmm. a youth move, uh, a youth movement, which Dame Lillard didn't want a part of, uh, which I understandably so. But they got exactly what they wanted. You know, you mentioned the young, the young players, and then they got uh, the the draft picks as well, so they can get even younger and and, and stay even stronger there. So they every like you, I, I agree, Brett. Brett, that's a that's a great point. It's a win 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 in, in my opinion as well. Yeah. And they could, you never know, they could potentially get into that. Um, oh gosh, I always want to say wild playing, card. Playing. Yeah, thank you. I want to say wild card because, you know, Philly's playing in a wild card round right now. But the play in <laughs> tournament, they could potentially get in the play in tournament and slide into that seventh, eighth seed. They have talent. They're just really young and just unfamiliar with one another. All right, guys. So we're going to switch gears. Actually, we're going to stay <laughs> similar situation. But after receiving guard Drew Holiday, in the trade, Portland decided to trade Drew Holiday to the Celtics for center Robert Williams, guard Malcolm Brogdon, a 2024 first-round pick, and a 2029 first-round pick. Woo, more draft picks. Portland, they are they're in a good position. Is Robert Williams a big loss for the Celtics? Jay, I'm going to come to you first. <clears throat> 
Yeah, I, th- I think it's a huge loss. I- I'm a big Robert Williams fan. I, I love how he protects the rim, Ooh. plays great defense, and can also finish for you, too, on the offensive end. So mm-hmm. I feel like maybe the Celtics underrated him a little bit, just kind of letting him out the door. I do understand this is a guy with a bit of an injury history, so maybe they were concerned about his long-term ter- health and thought maybe we could kind of move him out. And plus, look, getting getting Drew Holiday is great for Boston. I, I think mm-hmm. he's going to be an outstanding fit there. But I do think there's going to come a time, Britt, like late in the playoffs or maybe in an um, you know Eastern Conference championship where they're going to miss mm-hmm. having Robert Williams in, yeah. in the middle. So I definitely think they're going to miss him. Yeah, I agree with you. Look, I like Christoph Perzingis, but – the same issue Robert Williams had, Christoph Porzingis had, yeah. maybe even worse at times. I believe he missed half the season or almost the season a couple times when he was with uh, Dallas. Um, look, Christoph Porzingis is a very talented offensive player. I'm a little concerned with him going up against the <clears> bigger <throat> bigs or the more talented bigs. I should say the bigger bigs because he's a pretty big guy. The more talented bigs. And Joel and B, B if you're going against – potentially in the championship again uh, against the Joker, you know, one of those more talented scoring defensive type bigs. He may struggle a little bit, um, but I also think Robert Williams was a huge loss. He protected the rim, like you said, Jay. He was their rim protector. Um, They got past the first, second team, like his football. (laughs) But they got to the middle of the uh, court. Um, He was right there to have everybody's back. Porzingis, not quite a defender, that Robert Williams is. And again, will he even be on the court? But I do agree with you, Jay, Jay, that Drew Holiday, to me, one of the best, if not the best, two-way guards in the league right now um, that they got will definitely help him in place of Malcolm Brogdon as well as Marcus Smart. But I also think Robert Williams, they're going to miss, along with Marcus Smart, that, that emotional leadership type player like they who is that now who is that guy we yeah. don't know but k-walk what are your thoughts on this yeah you guys hit everything on the on, on the head there and you know you gotta ask yourself even Porzingis, if he stays healthy for all 82 games he's not going to be anywhere near the defender that uh that williams was or is so that's a tremendous loss and and you know it, it's it, you don't have too many big men you mentioned you know you mentioned a couple you know you mentioned Embiid and 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 uh and, and joker there, but they're they're elite big men, and then and the big men that you see thereafter are just big men. They're just big, you know. They're, they're, there's no skill set to them really. They can possibly get you ten and ten, you know, double double. But you know, and that's rare. And if you can have a guy like that, you you know, you want to keep keep that, especially. If you know that you know the one of the big guys, one of the superstar big guys, one's in the East and the other one's in the West. So you know, if you get past the East, you can still got to deal with the West. So yeah, I, I think it's a, a loss, a, a tremendous loss for them. I know they brought in a good, a, a great defender, a great uh, you know score as well, but it's taken away from their depth and it's taken away from, as you mentioned, uh, Britt, their the the heart of that team, uh, mm-hmm. if you will, is slowly but surely they're losing pieces of of that heart and you're going to rely on, you know, it's going to look kind of look like what uh, Phoenix looked like last year, just relying on those, you know, Booker and, 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 uh, and, and Durant and, and uh, well, Aiton at times um, and, or Chris Paul at, at times without the depth. I, I, I don't, I don't see any depth with, uh, with, with the Celtics uh, in, in this case. 
So we're going to see exactly how, you know, they can manage that. Maybe there's some deals out there that still, you know, they can still make. But again, Portland is doing exactly what Portland wants to do. They're they're getting younger. They're, they're stocking up those picks. And, you know, maybe they can make a splash to go get a big name guy because they, they have, a, a you know, a ton of picks to go get a, a you know, a young big name out there that we don't know. We're not talking about right now. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Boston looks like for sure. I'm just interested to see. I'm just curious to see why the Miami Heat didn't make any big time. Yeah. In my, in my opinion, I don't understand why they didn't go after Drew. I understand, you know, the mm-hmm. Dame Little thing didn't fall, didn't, didn't go through. Right. But what is Pat Riley up to? Is he, is he, does he have something up his sleeve that we don't know about? But, you know, we saw last year, you know, as, as great of a run that was, we all saw what they needed, what they were missing, and that was scoring. Uh, another scorer and they didn't add to that. I know they got Tyler Hero, but they got there without Tyler Hero. You know, they got mm-hmm. they pretty much got there without Tyler Hero. So maybe that's what they think they're banking on. Maybe they, Tyler Hero is that that second scorer that they think they needed. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll see for sure. Yeah, I know we was we really wasn't uh, supposed to discuss this, but do you think they're high on Tyler Hero because they have been looking to trade him for tight for quite some time and nobody seems to want to take him off their hands. I'm, I'm a little confused on their stance on Tyler Hero, and he is a talented guy. He's in the NBA for a reason. Um, he's a potential starter, or he is a starter for a reason. I'm not going to say he's his all-world superstar, no, um, but he's a decent player. Like, What are your thoughts on how do you think they feel? This is your team, K-Walk, so I don't know. How do you think they feel about Tyler Hero? I think they're high. Yeah, I think they're very high on them. But I I think when you talk about possibly bringing in a Dame Lillard and, you know, you got to give up something to get something. Mm -hmm. And I think Tyler, Tyler Hero understands the business. He understands, you know, what it takes. And Miami's trying to get better. They paid him. So obviously they paid him a tremendous amount of money. So obviously they're they're high on them in in, in that sense. But I I think that, you know, when you hear these big names, you you hear Drew Holiday. No, you're not going to give up Tyler Hero for Drew Holiday as 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 good as a Holiday is. But I think when you're talking about big name guys like a Drew, like a, a Damon Lillard, or mm-hmm. you know maybe a Donovan Mitchell, I hear rumors about Donovan Mitchell possibly you know going there as well. Joel Embiid uh, as well has been mentioned. Um, but yeah, when you throw names like that around, Tyler Hero understands mm-hmm. that he's got to be part of that. But Portland didn't want him, but Portland wasn't high on him, so I don't know why. And, he, and he's using that for extra added motivation as far as uh, Tyler Hero goes. But the, to answer your question, Britt, the Heat are high on him. But if they can, you know, uh, involve him in a trade to get better, mm-hmm. they, they'll, they'll definitely do that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because you, you did, you know, Portland wasn't high on him. Um, actually, a few teams weren't high on them. I don't know why. I'm not exactly sure. Like, I haven't really watched Tyler Hero play, but so much. Um, but I did notice that Portland wanted Tyrese Maxey a little bit more. I'm so thankful we did not trade him. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, I would love to have Damian Lillard on this team, but he is that much older. Um, I don't know how much more he has left. Well, he has a lot left, but you know what I mean? How much more he would want to play. And we're in a position, they're a little bit different position anyway. So, eh, whatever. Um, anyway, we're going to move on because I don't want to talk about that team anymore. Uh, <laughs> <you know>, uh, <laughs> it's just it's a lot going on over over, over there in that. Y'all see it behind me um, in that world. All right, guys, let's move on. Let's move on to the NFL because it was a lot going on this weekend. Yes, boy, it was. Oh boy, oh, boy. And we're going to start off with this particular game. After winning big, and I mean big, 50 points big over the Broncos, the Dolphins end up losing big (laughs) 
to the Bills 48 to 20. Do you still think, or did you ever think, if you did, do you still think the Dolphins are the best team in the AFC? Jay, what are your thoughts? No, I mean, I, I think they're right up there. I think obviously the Bills kind of answered that question for everybody on Sunday. It, it, it'd be hard pressed for somebody to, with a straight face, say that the right. Dolphins are better than the Bills when we, we right. just watched what happened on Sunday. Um, and, and, you know, in a way you could almost maybe feel it coming. I, I said last week, you know, you're never as good as you think you are when yeah. you win. You're never as bad as you think you are when you lose. And when you go hang 70 on someone, it's almost like it puts a target on your back. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the Dolphins were going to get the very best the Bills had to offer yeah. on Sunday. And obviously with Buffalo being at home, I felt like there were a lot of things in their favor. But when you just watch the game, it looked like Buffalo was the better team. They dominated the game from start to finish. Yeah. Buffalo has an, a very, very good offense when they're clicking. And they play defense better than Miami does. So, yeah. I mean, when you look at that, I think you just have to tip your hat to the Bills. I think the Dolphins are still a really good team. Obviously, mm-hmm. have a dynamic offense, and they're going to score a lot of points. Mm-hmm. But Sunday just wasn't their day. And and also, I, I just think the AFC is packed so tightly. There's three or four teams in there that any given Sunday, you know, any one of them could be the best team on that side of the conference. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think it was a moment. I don't want to say humbling, but uh, they got they got a little too. Yeah, they got humbled. They, I'll they say got, it. <laughs> they got they got a little too excited after yeah. that Broncos win. Um, I don't care, even if they didn't say much. You, yeah. you could just tell the energy was different coming from the Dolphins. Um, although they tried to keep it cool, but let's be real, most teams who put up seventy on a point, you want to get a little too, too, you know, you know, a little hyped up there. So, yeah. um. I think they got humbled by the Bills a little bit, but let me tell you something. Josh Allen, that's the Josh Allen I want to see. He's putting ball that right now. That is the Josh Allen I want to see. I don't want to see that other Josh Allen, that superhero, whatever mess that gets the team into trouble at certain times, forces things that don't need to be. This is the Josh Allen I want to see. Mm. This was one of his best games I've seen him play in a very, very long time. And this is the Josh Allen that we was like, top two probably quarterback in the league top three somewhere up there um if they continue to play like this the chiefs got the chiefs has a problem they have a problem because they're doing it on both sides of the field granted we're only in week four only in week four we still have a long season to go so teams are getting closer to what they are supposed to be but they're not quite there just yet i know teams have been looking perfect at times through these four weeks and then there's teams that haven't been looking that great at times through these four weeks. Be mindful of which of which team you pick right now to win Super Bowls or not, because you might <clears> just be straight wrong. But I will say, um, to answer the question, I never really thought the Dolphins were the best team in, in, in the AFC. To me, you got to beat the best to be the best. Um, I know they have a high-power offense, um, but they still have some things to work on. Clearly, that defense has a lot of things to work on, and you can see it against the better competition in the AFC. But K-Walk, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I, I thought they were the best team in the AFC last week. You know, I did. You know, <laughs> I, I I have my rank. I do my rankings every every week, and I had them at number two. I had them number two in the NFL, not just the AFC. So, yeah, with the way that they looked, uh, I you know, then you have to look at who they played, the body of work. 
the Denver Broncos, and we know the Denver Broncos are a mess, and Denver Broncos had to come back mm-hmm. from a 20 point, 24 point game, but I'm pretty sure we'll dive into that against a, a team that's even a bigger mess against the, so the, against the Bears. So you go back to the, the Dolphins and you look at that 70 point performance and you look at the Broncos and you're like, okay, now there's more weight on the bench, if you will. You're not, you know, not, you're not benching that 135 pounds just to warm up. Now right. it's 225. How many times can you get 225 up? And that's what the Bills is. The Bills are. They're a 225 pound bench type of, of team. Where they're going to, they're not going to. It's not going to be an easy road. It's not going to be a warm up for you. Um, I agree with you, Britt. Um, you know, with uh, Josh Allen, that's the Josh Allen that we expect to see week in and week out. When uh, when Dan uh, when Dable was there, Brian Dable was there. Mm-hmm. He got you know he got his guy involved, and you know all, all, all is well right now in in Orchard Park. I don't know the quiet uh, Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is is happy now. He's smiling. Got them the two touchdowns. So mm-hmm. um, all is well in, in in Buffalo land right now. Buffalo Nation. I don't know what the call themselves up there but um they look good and to use and to steal jay's uh you know word the, the miami dolphins are humbled right now they really are and we all know it's any given sunday it's week yep. to week yeah, any week team could beat any team it's week to week and that's why we put week five power rankings in the week four right. power rankings you know so, <laughs> right. forth and so on and that's why we do that because you know it's, it's we know what have you done for me lately or what have you looked like lately so um yeah, I mean, uh, it was the Buffalo Bills look like the, the the best team in in the AFC right now to me. Yeah, because I got I, it was a lot of Tua is going to be the MVP of the season. Yeah. Um, do you guys still feel that way after this game? Do you think it's still a possibility? Which is always a possibility. We're only in week four, uh, but why, after watching Josh Allen and a few other quarterbacks or players, I should say, because Christian McCaffrey has also been killing it as well. Do you still think Tua is the leading candidate for MVP? Jay, whoever wants to go first. I, I don't know if I would say he's the leading candidate, but I, I certainly mm-hmm. think he's going to be there because he's he's going to put up fantastic yeah. numbers. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think there's any question about that. Tua's going to have great numbers throughout the season. Um, so I, I definitely think he'll be, you know, one of the top three when it when it bo- really boils down to it. But you're right. There's other people that are playing really great right now as well. And you mentioned uh, Christian McCaffrey, you know, with the 49ers right now, I would probably have him as my leading candidate, just everything mm-hmm. that he's doing for that team right now. But it's a long season and so it many is. things can happen. And you know, a lot of times they like to lean that award to a quarterback. So I think two is going to have just as good as opportunity right. as anyone else. Yeah. Okay. Walker, any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, I agree with Jay there. I mean, right now you, you keep him in the, in the talk because you're going to see him play other teams and inferior teams. And he's, he's mm-hmm. capable of putting up the numbers that he put up the prior week, you know, against the Denver Broncos. And, you know, you see him week to week. Again, it's week to week, and we're going to see him play better, and we're going to see him play mediocre. And, you know, as far as being the the top candidate um, from a quarterback standpoint, I, I don't know. I think maybe Josh Allen kind of took the range from him a little bit, maybe pulled ahead of but mm-hmm. he still got yeah. that guy. What's his name in um in Kansas City? I can't think of his <laughs> name. Still got that guy out there. But um, yeah, so you, you can never you can never count him out, and um, you know, for sure. So I don't think I think he's in the mix. I don't think he's a leading candidate. I don't have a leading candidate. As much as I want to say Christian McCafferty, I'm not going to go there because I don't want to jinx my guy. But because um, we're not worried about them individual awards, we can care less about that <laughs> stuff. To be perfectly honest with you, but um, yeah, I, I say he's definitely in the mix. Yeah, that's what every player says. But deep down, they were like, 
I would love to get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be a nice icing on the cake. Don't get me That's wrong. You, but, uh, you yeah, don't yeah. say that in the media or in public. You keep that deep down inside. <laughs> so, all right, guys, we want you know what we're gonna head into break er- a little bit earlier today. Um, because when I come back, I think I might have wanted to add a little topic that I didn't necessarily put on that list. Okay. Um, I'm, still, I'm still thinking about it, so we're gonna head into break. But guys, please, please subscribe, like, comment to our YouTube channel at the sideline speaks we're also on twitter aka x um side at sideline speaks um apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast i'm still trying to get the twitter x thing i want to still say x but see to me uh right. it just don't flow right yeah. to me. but all right <laughs> you guys are watching the sideline speaks with myself Brittany jones alongside jason collins and kevin walker right here on never had it so good sports media network CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. All right, guys. First and foremost, I just want to say this. I'm tired of seeing Jay's trophy. So I'm going to just put this little trophy right here next to me. <laughs> so I could feel a little special. There like you I go. Re- rewarded. There you go. I don't know if it's going to stay. No, why are you hating on my trophy? K- well, I see K-Walk got one back there too, Britt. Oh, I see. I couldn't see it. See, I ain't, he got, I got, he my, got the same what I got. <laughs> I don't have my glasses on, guys. So I can't tell. So I'm going to just put my little basketball trophy right here. Okay, there we go. There you go. It's on my chair, actually, because I don't have a table. No, let me get that out of there. Um, (laughs) So y'all not the only ones. Just making sure y'all know that. All right, let's get back into it. I'm going too far here. All right, so let's get back into the NFL. Um, I wasn't sure because I wanted to wait for this in case Jay asked this question a little bit later. But I'm really curious um, about what your thoughts on it. And that was, was it last night's game? Or Sunday night? Sunday night's game. Um, I know... K-Walk this at Patty Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the league, which we all agree that I think we still, no matter what he ups and downs, we still agree that he is the best quarterback in the league as of right now. Um, but the Jets lost 23-20 on some interesting calls during that last series. Uh, I don't know if you guys, I'm pretty sure we all watched the games, mm-hmm. but it was a holding call on Sauce Gardner. Um, and I think it was another call during that drive as well. So the Jets never got that ball back. My question to you is, you know what? Let's break this up in a couple questions. First of all, how do you feel about the officiating during this game? Okay, well, I kind of know your feelings. If they call it, they call it. It is what it is. It's nothing you could do about it. But let's be real. Watching the game, <laughs> and they made that call, what were your thoughts on these calls to keep that drive going all the way up until the end of that game. K-Walk, I'm going to come to you first. 
Britt, I know where you're going with this, and you gotta let that go, Britt. You gotta let that go. I, I know that holding call in the Super Bowl is probably why you posed this question. Okay, okay, no, okay. No, no, no. It's just been the conversation to talk okay. for since. It, no, because the reason why I'm asking, the reason why I'm asking, the reason why I brought it up, because there were so many other games that go through the same thing. I can, you know, I can mm-hmm. point out a ton of calls again against my 49ers that didn't go their way, and so forth, and against the Cowboys, against the Eagles. But mm-hmm. um, hey, listen, they're they're. We get it, man. We get it. If he's holding, you got to call it as much as you don't want it. I know they're at home. I know that the hype is around everyone. And as much as I can't stand seeing it, I think that played a part of it. That the, what's they call, What do they call it? The uh, trailer? What do they call no, it? The trailer? I, I can't that. stand that stuff. But I think, you know, no, it's around the hype. There's a lot of hype around there. And and it took away from what the what the Jets actually did and, and you know, and, and competed, you know, against a team like that. With, you know, with Zach, and Zach Wilson did an excellent job of of um, of leading that team back from being down 17 nothing mm-hmm. against the defending champs. That says a lot when a lot of people want to write Zach Wilson off. A lot of people are giving so much credit to the refs for, for the Jets not winning. A lot of people are giving, uh, I mean, are giving the, the credit to the Jets, I mean, uh, the, the, uh, the Chiefs, I mean, the refs for the Chiefs not, I mean, winning. But people are failing to realize Zach Wilson did an excellent job, man. But yeah, to answer the did. question, yeah, he really did play good, and he and he did what he what he was supposed what he looked like in, in um you know in underwear Olympics as I like to call it um is that you know he got the ball out he got a strong mm-hmm. arm he's got really good mobility I don't know if it had anything to do with Aaron Rodgers being in the building but nonetheless he 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 looked good he looked good but uh, saying all that because I don't want to take anything away from that because of the refs made those calls in those crucial situations my thing is don't make, don't make it easy for the refs because in crucial situations. They have been known to to call those in, in in tight situations. We saw it in the Super Bowl. We saw that. I'm not bringing it mm-hmm. up, Britt. I'm not making a point. It's it's real. I don't care yeah. how big the stage is. They're not, afraid, they're not afraid. No, no, no. I'm just saying. No, my oh, point is, yeah. I don't care how big the stage is and mm-hmm. what's on the line for either team. If it happens, they're going to call it. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. You can't put it on the refs. You just can't. I, but K Walk. your feelings in that moment. So let's say it was a 49ers DB because you kind of. You know, you you going to it sounds like kind of going a little political route on me here, but your real feelings. Let's say it was the 49ers DB, and I don't, the only reason yeah, why I brought this up because Sauce Gardner has been talking about it a lot, and he was the one that got caught for the uh, uh, the whole, you know, when the ball got intercepted, the refs threw the flag very late, <laughs> um, so people think there's other stuff going on. But your your feelings during it, like, did you was like, ah, that's not a that's not a good call? Did you say great call, ref? That's a good call. Nah, I never say great call, ref. I just think that I'll never do that. But I would say that's you know, I mean, that's the the right call. I would say that. But mm-hmm. and to answer your question, I do it against my 49ers. I if if I think it's a legitimate call, I'll yell at the player. I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. If I felt like it was a legitimate call, then I'm yelling at the player. Come on, you gotta be you gotta be smarter than that. You gotta, you know, in a situation. Yeah, I'm not I'm I can't put it on the refs. I'll never put it on the refs if it's just a blown call and I look at the replay and and, and you look at it and he's blatantly holding or he blatantly passed interference with him or chop block or whatever, hit him out of bounds, whatever the penalty may be at that time. I'm, I have to say, you know, in in the moment, I want to I want to see it again because mm-hmm. you know sometimes it'd be like ah ref, uh, yeah, or uh, no, or no, 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 mm-hmm. and 
saying that because I'm reserving judgment because I got to see that replay. And that's what everybody does. They, they reserve their right to see that, that that replay. So if I say, ah, and I look at it, so, okay, that was a good call. And I say, no, no, no. And I see the replay and it was a good, and it was, and I'll be like, come on, you know, Fred Warner or whoever made, whoever mm-hmm. made the play, come on with that. You got to be smarter in that situation. So my wife, Heather can attest to that. I mean, I will get on my players. If they make the wrong, if they make a bad play, I will do it. And I will not, you know, if the ref made a bad call, I'll get on the ref as, just as much as I'll get on my players. So, Jay, because I uh, coming from the, the Jets media, the Jets fan base, and even national media, there were several calls that the refs missed during that last drive on the Chiefs side. There was a blatant hold on the Chiefs uh, offensive tackle yeah. when <laughs> when uh, Patrick Mahomes ran for like 80 yards to get, it was only like third, it was third and 22 or something like that. But for 22 yards uh, to get the first down, what are your thoughts on that last drive? Yeah, look, I, I think I'm more on the side with K Walk here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm just, I've never been like even playing or, or rooting for my team, whatever. Like, I just, I just have never been a person to. Just, to put things on the ref because I, I just think you could always go back and look at a game and find calls that were missed mm-hmm. or things right. that were made. But I will say like when it happens late in a game, it, it is like, it's more in your face. Right. So mm-hmm. I understand why Jets fans may be unhappy with some of the calls, especially when they happen in crucial moments of the game and you feel like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's the reason why we didn't win. But at the end of the day, I, I look. We, you you know, coming into a football game, that the guys out there refereeing are going to make mistakes. They're not going to referee a perfect game. You're going to get some calls. You're probably going to have some calls missed on you. And I just think that's just part of the game. So, I I certainly understand. But I agree with K. Walk. Like I think if you look at it, particularly the holding thing, like yeah, you hate to see it happen in that moment. But if it's a penalty. You got to call it. So mm-hmm. I understand people's gripes, but at the end of the day, like I just, I just don't get on that blaming on the refs thing because I, I just think you could do that about every single game if you really wanted to. And, and just, just to add on to that, just a little bit. I mean, there's reasons why they're holding because it's a crucial moment. You know, they don't want to get beat. You know, they don't want to get that's beat right. in a crucial moment. That's so right. That's why mm-hmm. they're in that situation. That's why they're, you know, I mean, the flags are being thrown because you know they get beat as fourth down, third down, whatever the case may be. You know, they, they got to do, you know, self-preservation. They just don't want to get beat in that situation. So you got to look at it from that standpoint as well. Yeah. Well, and Britt, I will say, though, Britt, because there's been some times, like, not even the Eagles Super Bowl, but even the one before that, I think, was Cincinnati in the Super Bowl, like, the year before that? And they called, mm-hmm. like, a whole oh, yes, yes, interference yes, yes. on, like, the middle linebacker. And I thought, mm-hmm. wow, like, that's a tough call. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. in the moment, Britt, I, I don't like it because – to me, I feel like it has kind of ruined the game in a way. Mm-hmm. Hate to see the flag come out, but at the same time, the ref's job is there to referee the game, whether it's the first quarter or the fourth quarter. So if they right. think it's a foul, they have to call it. But I, I get why people mm-hmm. get upset, especially at the end of the game, because it, it does take <laughs> away a little bit from the game when a flag comes out that you feel like alters the game. I think the problem is – uh understanding where players you know don't like certain calls is the refs are calling it a certain way the entire game so players adjust in their mind like okay they're letting us play or you know we got to do certain things so towards the end of the game where it matters the most you haven't been caught making that call the entire game 
right? Whether it's a corner or even a tackle, offensive tackle. Yeah. But why in this particular moment you decide to make it during this crucial spot? And they know what they're doing. Like, come on, refs know what they're doing too. Uh, <laughs> we can say what we want, and you can say, "Oh, I don't blame the refs," or "I don't," you know. But refs, they 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 got some involvement in this game as well, and they they they're very conscious and very aware of situations in this particular game. Um, so. Let's be real. I personally didn't like the call. Um, I don't think it was that. I saw Garner didn't get beat on that play. Let's be real. He didn't get beat on that play. Um, if you look at it, they were both. No, they were both tugging. The receiver was pushing his arm away. You can do that. That's hit, legal. He, That's legal. Wait a minute. Let me finish. I know. I know what's legal. Okay, hug. I ain't All crazy. Right, no, don't bring that in. Right, so, <laughs> but if you let me finish, then I can get to my point. Okay. Let me finish. Okay. Um, but, uh, uh, see, I lost my train of thought. You know, the receiver was leaning a certain way, which made it look like he was holding on. But really, if you look at it, his hand just slides right the heck off of him. So, you know, that was still a questionable call. But, you know, like you said, Jets got to stop it. You can't allow Patrick Mahomes to run 22 yards down the field to get a first down. You had about three different times to get off the field. So, yeah, I mean, it's still L. So, it is what it is. But, I got to give Zach Wilson credit this game. Zach Wilson played his tail off uh, when nobody believed. Everybody's like, get him out of there. He was making some very incredible throws that I don't think anybody thought or maybe forgot that he could actually make it. I kind of felt like they let the leash off of him a little bit and just let him play his game. So hopefully he could continue to grow on that or progress off of that. After the Eagles game, of course, let's yeah, look to an Eagles. NFL quarterback on Monday night, you know, right? Exactly, he looked like an NFL quarterback. So, Zach Wilson or Daniel Jones, <laughs> who you got? Mm, I, I think I gotta go Daniel Jones there still, just, just because Zach's got to do it, he's got to do it a little more consistently for yeah. me. He, yeah. he played one good game, so. Yeah. I, I'm gonna stick with Daniel Jones for on that. Yeah, I'll, right I'll go. I'll, I'll go Daniel Jones as well. I'll go Daniel Jones as well. You know what? I'm switching it. I'm going with Zach Wilson. I don't like <laughs> Jones. Let's talk about Daniel Jones. I don't like. I think he stole all that money. All right, let's move on. Let's move to the uh, the next game. Uh, we, I spoke a little bit about this earlier, just a little bit when we touched on the Dolphins, but the Bears, the Bears. The, actually, no, we didn't talk about it. We talked about the Broncos. My apologies. The Bears lose a big lead to the Broncos. They were up 28-7 in the middle of the third quarter, then allowed the Broncos to score 24 unanswered points to win the game. Now, it's bad team against bad team. I shouldn't say that. Right now, not so great team. Not so, <laughs> not so great team. Through week four. Through week four. We don't know what could happen the rest of the season. Um, is it time to trade Justin Fields? K. Welcome coming to you first. Yeah, I mean – yeah, because I, it just seems like both the – I mean, it seems like the uh, the, the Bears um, organization is imploding, uh, if you will. You, you heard what Justin Fields said or, you know, earlier in the season that, you know, he felt like his coach, and that's the reason why 
Uh, that's the reason why, you know, he wasn't performing uh, the way he did last season. And then you got Chase Claypool who comes out and kind of echoes what, uh, you know, what Justin Fields did and what well, said, I should say. And then um, they bent, they wind up benching him. Yeah. So I, I think if you're not going to listen to these players, if you're not going to adjust to these players, then, then they get them out of there because they're obviously they're going to, you know, call you out. If, if they're going to be called out, you know, you got to be called out because it's the reason why they're being called. You're the reason why they're being called out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so, you know, and with that with that being said, yeah, I, I think there are teams out there who need a quarterback. We just got finished talking about, you know, uh, the Jets. I know Zach Wilson looked good, you know, on Monday or Sunday night, I should say. But, you know, it's rumors, rumors around there, you know, maybe Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota's looking possibly to to uh, uh, to trade away uh, everybody, it seems like, from what I'm hearing. But Kirk Cousins, um, I, did, I know they just won this past weekend, and there's other teams. There's other teams out there who, who you know, who possibly could turn around, turn their season around with a quarterback. Um, will you do it now? I think if you don't do it by week, was when's the obviously you got to you got to do it by uh, August. I mean October 31st. That's a trade deadline. But if you don't do it by then, then you obviously you you know you got to stick with them, and and hopefully they can do what uh, the Jets did with uh, with Zach Wilson and just let let the reins off, if you will, let the leash off. And you're to use your term, uh, Britt, you know, let him go out there, you know, take the leash off and let him go out there and bite. He's tired of barking. Let's go out there and let him bite now. Let's go out there and let him bite. So uh, yeah, I, I think if if they don't do it by the next two weeks, then you know obviously they're 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 going to keep him. But I think they should to answer the question. I think they should trade. Him. I think for me, um, I think they should trade him. I don't know if they'll do it. I think it is time to trade Justin Fields, not for the Chicago Bears, for Justin Fields. I think he needs yeah. to be put in a better situation. Um, even it felt like even when they drafted just since they drafted Justin Fields, it's just they haven't necessarily gave him the proper protection, the proper weapons. I know they went this past office off season and got a few guys. Um, defense, they just been trading away players or it, I just think the organization is a mess, if you ask me. Um, it's just it's more than just Justin Fields. There's some talent in Justin Fields. I think he needs to be with the right coaching staff, the right environment, um, and the right system. I just don't think – who was the best, greatest quarterback in Chicago's history? Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon. So, okay, let me say the last 20 years. Yeah, I could I just I don't know. That organization to me is just not that great of an organization. And I'm looking to save Justin Fields' career. And I just don't think it's going to be saved or do well if he's sitting in Chicago somewhere. Even if he has to get traded to a team where he's a backup for a few years just to really learn and try to grow his skill set um, or develop his skill set a little bit more than fine. But I think he needs to be put in a much better situation. I just think they're a mess over there. But Jay, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like when you look at the Bears, like I feel like they should be better than they are. Like yeah. I, I they mm-hmm. their roster isn't horrible. Like they have right. some yeah. good players on that team. So to me, it, it does kind of make me say, okay, so what's going on with the coaching staff? And then you start to hear some whispers coming from the guys that, you know everything isn't necessarily up to par in, in terms of the staff. I'm I'm kind of tending to believe that. And as far as Justin Fields goes, like I do think they need to move him. Um, especially internally, they know they've kind of given up on him and they don't think he's going to be the guy. It's a great quarterback class that's going to be coming up in the NFL draft. 
they're going to lose yeah. a lot of games and have an opportunity mm-hmm. to get one of those guys. Maybe go ahead and try to move fields now, get some pieces, and mm-hmm. then draft a quarterback in the draft. Um, you know, maybe send him to Atlanta. Atlanta's a, a place where Justin what? Fields could come. They need a That's quarterback. A they got a young team. I, I think they have a good head coach. So much of the success at the quarterback mm-hmm. position, it's just so much more than just the quarterback. Like you just need so many things in place from the system to the coaching to the talent mm-hmm. around you. Like yeah. there's so many factors that factor in whether or not you're going to be successful. And I just don't think those things are in place for him right now in Chicago. So I'd love to see him move, like you said, Britt, just for him, just to see right. him get a new opportunity mm-hmm. to see if he can have the kind of career that people thought he would. And I don't think it would be better for the Bears. They're not going to do anything this year anyway. Right. Go ahead and move in, get some pieces, and, tr- and start over in the draft, um, you know, when that rolls around in the spring. And so much yeah. wasted talent in Atlanta as well. I mean, when you look right. at B. John Robinson, you mm-hmm. got Drake yes. London, you got Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is probably one of the greatest, I mean, yeah. one of the best tight ends or best players in the offensive players in the league, and, and, and Ritter just can't get him the ball. Right. So yep. much wasted. It's just wasted. That's how I was just thinking that, Kate. I was right, really saying that. No, you're fine. I was Kyle Pitts is dying to have someone like Justin Fields to be willing to. <laughs> um, but Kyle Pitts is waiting for someone like Justin Fields just to give me the ball, please. Somebody yes. throw me the ball. So that I, I, I watched, a, I've seen a few stats um, since Desmond Ritter's been in the, I guess, the quarterback. I think it was one game. He had one target. Yeah. Yeah, how pits the football? He is a playmaker. Even if you give him the, you know, just toss it, you know, <laughs> right can't even get him a screen. One go play, yeah. right? Yeah. It, it, it's, it makes no sense why that's not working out. And they have so much young talent. I think the key is maybe coaching, but definitely a, a different quarterback. So, or maybe they keep the same quarterback and change the coaching out. I'm not sure, but they got too much young talent over there. All right, let's move on, guys. Um, because I want to get to some fun questions. NFL, Sunday night football, week five. We got the three and one Cowboys. I guess that's Jay's team for this year. At <laughs> the four and oh 49ers. That is definitely K Walk's team. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. <laughs> Before I ask you who you think is going to win the game, I want to twist it, change things up a little bit. What concerns do you have for each team in this game? K-Walk, I'm going to come to you first. You know what? Let's let's change this up. 49ers or K- I'm calling you 49ers. 49ers is your team. So I want to know what concerns you have for your team. Jay, you repping the Cowboys this year. What concerns you have for the Cowboys? All right. Okay. So K-Walk, go ahead. Still on me? Okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I think that uh, I don't like the way that Steve Wilkes is uh, is is playing uh, in the secondary in the in the back of the uh, the defense. They give up too many uh, short passes uh, there. You know, the the D line is getting to the ball, and Steve Wilkes is I mean, getting to the quarterback as quickly as possible. And when you do that, and Jay can attest to this, anytime that you know you can put pressure on the quarterback, you tell your back, hey, guys, you know, move up, jump those short routes, you know, jump those short routes, mm-hmm. jump those slants, mm-hmm. those quick outs, those stop routes, you know, because they're going to get to the quarterback. They don't have time to get the ball downfield. So I, I don't like the way Steve Wilkes does that. He may make that adjustment this week. Don't know. Really can't tell week for week. So my 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 biggest concern is that, is Dak, you know, possibly, you know, I know they have Dak over there. We do we do 
you don't know what we're going to get with Dak. But nonetheless, you know, if you if you do your homework, you got Trey Lance out there as well. Trey Lance is, is in a consultant, if you will, yeah. um, to give him some help over there. So there's an advantage there. So that's also a, a concern to mind, Britt. But uh, I just think that the uh, the way that Steve Wilkes has the back end playing mm-hmm. is a concern to me, especially when you have weapons like C.D. Lamb and you have weapons like Brandon Cooks who right. can who can get open, especially on those crossing routes. But um, we'll see, you know, what type of adjustments that, that you know that they're, they're going to make. But from the four, first four weeks, those are the biggest concerns that I've that I've noticed on the defensive end of the ball, defensive side of the ball, offensive side of the ball. I just don't. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that we should be feeding uh, Christian McCaffrey as much as we did. I don't know if it was just something to kind of make you know Dallas look one way while we go while they go another way. I don't know mm-hmm. what that was about, but He's Kyle Shanahan right, yeah. should know that you know you, you really want to hold off on that. You know you don't want to you know because with his injury history, yeah, you don't want to give him the ball too much, especially when you got so many other weapons around. Mm-hmm. So it might be a little distraction, a little eye candy, if you will, for the Cowboys. But nonetheless, those are the two things that concern me on the offensive side of the ball. Try not to give Chris McCafferty too much of the workload, and on the back end of the defense is what concerns me for my team. <clears throat> Jay, what about you and your Cowboys? Yeah, it's very concerning, Britt, for a lot <laughs> of reasons. Um, I, I think I think the first thing, Britt, is obviously mm-hmm. Cowboys defense. Are they going to be able to hold up against this 49ers offense? As K-Walk mm-hmm. just said, we, we got so many weapons. And, you know, who do you stop? Who do you try to right. stop? What do you try to take away? Shanahan's the best in the game at scheming guys open mm-hmm. and taking advantage of weaknesses. So I'm just – concern can that Cowboys defense hold up can they hold San Francisco to 24 27 like in that range and try to give yourself a chance to win the game but then offensively is Dallas going to have any kind of running game because I if they can't run the ball at all against that 49ers front and then the game is on Dak's shoulder I don't mm-hmm. love that because the ability for the 49ers to, to get that pass rush going, I just think that's going to be trouble for Dallas. So got to be able to run the ball a little bit. And then can you just – you're not going to stop that 49ers offense, but can you slow them down enough to have a chance to win the game in the fourth quarter? So uh, especially at their place too, that that's a, mm-hmm. another concern as well going on the road. So a lot of concerns this week for me. For me, uh, I mean, it's, you know, I probably follow the Cowboys more because, you know, we're rivals to the, to, they're rivals to my team, the Eagles. Um, okay, well, I don't follow the 49ers as much. First right. of all, they don't play the team in this area as much. And you watch NFL Red Zone, they don't show every play, unfortunately. Yeah, no. So it's hard to get a good feel for the team. Um, but the 49ers is just straight, they're dogs, straight dogs, straight yeah. up. Um, so, I'm going to have to agree with everything K-Walk says. This is his team, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say what K-Walk said. I'm going to go with it. Because right now, from my standpoint, I don't see much of a weakness. Uh, But he said the back end on in the secondary, correct? On how they're playing. Mm -hmm. That might actually help him out. Because if you look at Dallas and the way they've been playing a little bit, Dak hasn't been really throwing the ball downfield. He's been doing more of that dink and dunk type of offense. I don't know if it's because the head coach doesn't necessarily trust him throwing the ball downfield. That's how he got a little bit some trouble last season. I'm not exactly sure. Um, But if I had to pick one thing for both teams, it's um, having to come back, uh, having to to come back from behind. You know, we've seen what happened with, or being tested, that's what I should say, being tested Mm -hmm. 
You know, we've seen what happened with the Cowboys in Arizona. They had to come back from behind. They had to put in Dak Prescott's hands. That didn't go too well, you know, with him. He had to throw it down the field more. He had to push the ball a little bit more as versus the other teams that they played. They always play from in front. So you just have your your defensive front take over the ball, and they've been getting interceptions, fumbles, pick mm-hmm. sixes, fumble recoveries into the touchdown. I think Seriously. they got a couple special teams uh, touchdowns. Like my goodness, um, so the offense ne- didn't ne- hasn't needed to step up as much as other teams. The 49ers, they just been dogging everybody the heck out. So it's just which. So this will be a true test, I guess, for both teams and who will come out on top. So that's kind of, I guess, my concern. It's kind of similar for both teams. But now here's the question: Who do you have? When will the Cowboys lose their second game or will the 49ers lose their first game? Who do you have winning this game? I'm kind of, ex- I feel like I already know what you're going to say, but I'm not sure. Jam will come see you first. We got boys now. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> that didn't sound like you believe, right? That's the crazy part. <laughs> That's what made it so funny. I I couldn't even fake that one. Um, No, look, I'm a realistic fan. I'm a a realistic Cowboys fan going on the road, San Francisco. Team that's playing the best ball in the league right now. I'm not going to sit up here and say they're going to, the Cowboys are going to go beat San Francisco this weekend. I, I think they have some real issues blocking that defensive line that San Francisco has. And stopping San Francisco's offense. So, like, when you put those two things together, that's not a great formula to think you're going to get out of there with a win. So, no, look, I I think at the end of it, San Francisco will get out of there with a win. Look, I don't, and I don't even know that it's really going to be any shame for the Cowboys to lose to them on the road against the best team in football. Mm Mm-hmm. Go out there, play a good game, be competitive, don't embarrass yourself, and I think we can get out of there with our holding our heads up high. Jay, me and K-Walk, we see what you're trying to do there. Right through that. You heard him say, best team in football. Like, trying to it's hype up the 49ers to try to no, they know. We, we don't I, no, hey, that. both of you guys have San Francisco <laughs> number one in your top five right now. Both of you have them at number one. So I, I mean, I'm right not, now. I'm not exaggerating four, yes. there. Best team I, in football. Best yeah, team I, I, in football. Yeah, through through week four, right now, mm-hmm. through week four. I don't know about the rest of the season, but K Walk, right. you got one. This is your wow. team against his. Yeah. Uh, not his. He says it's his team this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm agree with Jay. I'm not going to sit here and say the Cowboys are going to win either. I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and say that. <laughs> but I, I'm, but I, I'm just I'm, I'm being. But for, for sure, you know, again, I'm not going to go against my team, especially against a, a team and a, and a fan base that I just absolutely cannot stand. Um, so you know, it, it'll. We know what's at stake. Cowboys are coming there. They have more to to win than they do to lose the 49ers have more to lose than they do to win uh because of the fact that the matter is cowboys i mean the 49ers have beaten them the last two years in the, in, in the playoffs have sent them home in the playoffs um you know like you guys said they are i you know i have to say it um, they are playing the best football right now in, yeah. in in the game i can't argue with that there but the, the cowboys are coming in there and saying listen we, we we have nothing to lose for everything jay mm-hmm. just mentioned 
They're playing. They're number one in a lot of people's rankings. They're at home. They're yep. expected to win. So if we come out here and upset them, and then it's going to be a whole different, a different right. story. And then I may be talking about the refs, you know, you know, the <laughs> bad calls in certain situations. We don't know. <laughs> but no, all seriousness, I'm going to, I have to go with my 49ers, man. I think this is going mm-hmm. to be obviously their toughest test uh, uh, of the season. That's not going to be a, a, a cakewalk by any stretch of the imagination. It makes me nervous. I'm nervous, ladies and gentlemen, for sure, um, because of everything that I just mentioned. Because right now, but the 49ers are always hungry. Uh, they know what's at stake as well. Um, and, you know, it's, they're at home. But I'm going to take the 49ers uh, in, in, a, in a close one, in, in a real close one. Yeah, I, you know, I think this, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's one of them, them games we're going to be like, it's going to be so close. And one of these teams might, it might not be as close as we may think it is. I think it's going to be close. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm going to go with, hmm, let's see, the Cowboys lose their second game. Eagles are in a great spot, right? <laughs> because that'd be two above the Cowboys. 49ers lose their first game. Hopefully Eagles could beat Rams. I don't know. Um, then we're in a great spot because that means we're leading the conference, right? But it's still a long season, so you just don't know what exactly. happens. Right. But if I'm being for real, um, although the players of the 49ers and the fans started to whine a little bit after the whole Brock Purdy situation, I still don't like the Cowboys. Oh, wait, oh, oh, why? What do you mean? Oh, why? oh, what do you mean? Why? I still don't like after that whole Brock Purdy situation. I'm still hearing it to this day. To this oh, day. Oh, you talking about when he got hurt? Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we gotta let that go. We gotta. I'm still that. hearing it to this day. Yeah, I, I turned yeah. to a San Francisco station. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> they they were it makes me mad. No, right? <laughs> I'm like, we lost in the Super Bowl, guys. It's okay. <laughs> Stuff happens. It's all right. Um, but I still don't like the Cowboys, so I'm rooting for the 49ers on yeah. this game. I will be rooting for the 49ers, but no, to be for real, put the fan on my side. Um, I'm concerned with the Cowboys if they don't have a lead and they're not playing with the lead and their defensive line can't just come at you full force pass rush. They show what happens with that, with Arizona. Can Dak Prescott and that offense bring you back? That's the big question for me. I'm just not so confident with that yet. And they can't sit back and constantly, you know, uh, run the football and their run game has, has been okay. It's been okay. But can Dak Prescott, that Prescott throw it down the field, push it down the field when he needs to, because Sanford's going to score on you. I understand how great the Cowboys defense is, but they're going to score. They're going to put it in their playmakers' hands. Brock Purdy, just give it to the open playmaker. That's all you got to do and have the playmakers do what they do. And that's what they've been doing, which is very smart. Kyle Shanahan is a very smart offensive head coach, but can Dallas prove to us, you know what? We messed up with Arizona. I'm going to show you that. Dak's like, I'm going to show you what I can do. I'm a quarterback in this in the NFL for a reason. So we're going to see. So right now, I'm going with the 49ers. Um, please. Please. All right. Uh, let's do this. <laughs> I, I, I took a look at that Eagles schedule. They got some L's coming up real soon. They, they got some L's coming. That schedule's rough. It's coming. It's funny. Every Cowboys fan say that <laughs> every single year. But y'all the ones that get kicked out mm. of I'm Very looking at it, playoffs. It looks, it looks uh, rough. I mean, look, y'all got y'all play some other teams in us. Don't talk, don't talk too much, Jay. <laughs> there might be one other team that we play different. I think yeah. we play the Chiefs and y'all play someone else. So, eh, yeah. the Chiefs don't look as scary as they did last year. They look not a little for different. Sure not, for sure. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but a couple of fun questions. Then we're gonna go to into break. Um, 
and then you know Jay takes over. So a few fun questions. I've seen this online, guys, um, and this was interesting for all my sports fans. So it, the question was, would you rather have one hundred million dollars? So you got a contract for one hundred million dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I think it was Gil, Gil, Gilbert Arenas. Yep. Or fifty million dollars in that championship ring. Jay, I'm gonna come to you first since you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> So 100 million, no ring, or 50 million with the ring. Yes. You know, you know what, Britt? I'm I'm taking the 100 million. And I, mm-hmm. I've seen people, I've seen people say, I, I, I want the 50 million. I want to be a champion. I get it. And 50 million is a is a lot of money, um, for sure. Oh, and hey, and before you, can, you finish that thought, you're the star with that 50 million in the ring. So you're the superstar on the team. Go ahead, finish man. your thought now. It's it's tough, man. That, I'm the superstar. Because mm-hmm. hmm. here's here's the dilemma. On one hand, I feel like you know what what can't I do with fifty million dollars that I could do with a hundred million dollars, right? Right. You you could do all the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you could say I'm I'm a champion. You know how it is in the NBA. Like if you're not a champion, man, <laughs> you're you it's like you're a bum if you haven't right. won a title. I, I think I'm gonna change my mind. I'm taking the 50 million and the championship. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, I think I'm gonna take 50 and the championship. Although I understand why guys would take the hundred, but I'm gonna take the 50 and the championship. I can't wait to hear what K Walk says about this one. Then I'll have K Walk go last. I'm gonna go next. Then um, I'm gonna take 50 million in the ring all day, every day. My competitive spirit. I want the ring no matter what. And if I'm the star or even an all-star or close to a star on that team, I could make up that other 50 million. Can you imagine the endorsement deals you're going to get, the, the interviews you're going to get, the other op- business opportunities? Once you get that ring, because you know that ring affords you way much more opportunities outside of basketball or outside of football than if you don't have that ring. So I'm taking the 50 million. I'm getting the ring. I'm calling myself a champion. K-Walk, what you got? Yeah, I'm going to make it unanimous. I'm going to take the 50 million and I'm going, I want that trophy, man. I really do want that trophy because like Jay says, a lot of people's legacies are, are, <laughs> are predicated on when we talk about, when we talk about the GOAT talk, you know, when LeBron and, 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 uh, and, and MJ, you know, you ask yourself, well, how many rings does LeBron have? How many rings does MJ have? That's always the right. first, that's always the first criteria that comes up in that conversation. Whether you have one, I, I guarantee you that, Charles Barkley or or Karl Malone or or Patrick Ewing or those guys who who haven't won a championship would gladly give up fifty million dollars for one ring. I, I'm doing the same thing, you know. I, I want that ring because I was one of the things that I was going to say. I was going to lead off with it, but Jay stole it as always. Is what can you do with fifty million dollars that you can't do with a hundred million dollars? I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, right. you know what, what can you? What's the difference? I know you could probably you know five fifty million dollars more stuff. I get <laughs> I get that, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't plan on throwing that fifty million dollars away by any stretch. So. I'll take the 50 million and and and, and that ring for sure. Yeah. It, it's team. interesting because when you made when you said you're the star of the team, I yeah. think mm-hmm. I do think that changes the conversation yeah. because the stars are going to be judged more harshly, but mm-hmm. if you're just like a middle of the road guy on the like, mm-hmm. you know, the fifth or sixth option, maybe you go a different way on that, you know. And and K-Walk said something interesting. He said, you know, he, he believes like a Charles Barkley or a Carl Malone would gladly give up 50 million to get a ring. That's interesting. Cause like, mm-hmm. when you think about it, like, would you give up 
50 I know Charles Barkley would. Charles Barkley would. So he could stop getting ridiculed, man. Ooh, that's a lot of money, man. I know. A lot of yeah. money. So it, it's would, you, would you rather be a $50 million winner or a $100 million loser? <laughs> I don't I think you can lose anyway. I don't think you can lose either way. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about in the world of sports. I, I get, in the I get, world I, of sports. I, I get what you're saying. Financially, you win anyway, but mm-hmm. in the world I'm gonna of sports. I'm going to take the 50 in the ring, but I'm on the yeah. fence, guys. I'm I on the fence. Hey, just that $100 million, man, that's your kids, your grandkids, yeah. their kids. You know, that that's... But That's see, a I lot of generations. Ring, I think their ring can afford you more opportunities than when you don't have the ring. So look at people like Andre Iguodala, for instance. And he was a great player. Don't get me wrong. But he was never world. a superstar <laughs> type of talent um, ever. You know, he's a future Hall of Famer because of them daggone rings, making a lot more money than he would if he never had those rings. So, I mean, I think things are a little different. And I love Andre Iguodala. It wasn't a knock. Um, all right, a couple more, and then we got to go into break. Real quick, guys, your thoughts on Jimmy Butler's new look. He does this every year. I don't think he'll be playing with this look, but I know you guys seen the picture. If you didn't, I need you to Google nah, it right now. It. Nah, okay. We saw it. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Anybody just go ahead and I'm say I'm not yes. a fan of it. I, I, I know he does something to do every year. I'm not a fan of it. I'm really not. And, yeah, I, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. I'm going to just leave it there. I, I love it. I was trying to get something on Amazon to try to get a wig, but it, didn't, it wouldn't have gotten here in time, so I could be on the show. I love it, man. I, I absolutely love it because you know Jimmy is not going to keep it. You know, you know he wasn't oh, yeah, going to keep no. it. So no, I don't know if you ever, you guys ever saw the movie Belly, but with uh, DMX and uh, mm-hmm. those guys. But um, uh, one guy who plays Big, he had the same. That's the first guy I thought of. I said okay, but what threw me off was the uh, the. Uh, the, the rings, the rings and the, the yeah, I, but, yeah. All right, he took it to another level. Yeah, took it to another level. Yeah, but yeah. that's Jimmy, man. That's Jimmy. You gotta love. He already changed it, you know. Already, he already mm-hmm. had to braid it up. So, yeah, nah, I wasn't feeling that yeah. all. And when he did the little, <laughs> no, yeah, not. when he did that, Brett, that's <laughs> you, you not there's anything much. wrong with that. There's anything wrong with that. No, but for Jimmy, he's doing too much for Jimmy. That's that's doing too much. All right, guys. So. I actually posed this to you guys after the show last week, and we want to get into it real quick. Uh, it basically came up because K-Walk had an inbounds, out-of-bounds question regarding Usher. And, you know, that's one of his all-time favorite artists, one of, I don't know if it's the greatest, but one of his favorite artists, performance-wise, catalog is great. His catalog is great. He asked me he's better than Chris Brown. I don't care what nobody says. Oh, I get tired of that conversation. <laughs> it's it's a it's a comment, it's a debate out there. I don't know why, but and I started thinking about versus battle, and people were saying there's nobody could go up against Usher, nobody could go up against Usher or whatnot. Then I started thinking, and we're gonna separate the man from the art. I'm gonna say this prior before yeah, I say the name. Not, okay, yeah, the art, not the artist. What, what what the person did ain't got nothing to do with this conversation. We're talking about yeah. the music. Catalog-wise, R. Kelly or Usher? And K-Walk, you know I'm coming to you first on this one because mm-hmm. Usher is your... You know what? I come to you last. I come to you last. I want to hold... I want to say what you got to say. Jim, I'm going to come to you first. Catalog. And they're both what? very celebrated as far as their music. Yeah. Yeah. yeah last know. week, I said I was thinking, look, I'm, I'd, I'd probably go R. Kelly. I'm not a big Usher fan, but when mm-hmm. we said we would talk about it, 
this week on the show. I did a little more. I looked into it a little bit more. And what people were saying was, you know, R. Kelly probably has the bigger catalog, Mm -hmm. but Usher might have more hits, like just, you know, 15 to 20 just absolute hits, which came as a surprise to me because I really only know two of his songs. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I still think I'm going R. Kelly here. I, I'm just mm-hmm. not a big Usher fan. I remember listening to R. Kelly a lot back in the day. Uh, so I, I think I'm going to give R. Kelly the slight edge on this one. I, I guess I'll go next because I said you'll you'll go last. I was a huge Usher fan. I told y'all last week, Usher was supposed to be my husband growing up. Um, <laughs> I had almost every album. I know almost every song. One of my favorite albums, of course, My Way. Not his first album. It's actually his second. Second album. Um, I actually love 97. Is it 9701? I think it's 8701. 8701. 8701. My bad. 8701. Um, Confessions was a great album. Ooh, that was a that was a monster. That was a monster. Um, I probably know every one of Usher's songs. I even know the ad libs if you put on the right? song. I know everything. <laughs> I know his dances. I know how he danced. Um, but I gotta give this one to R. Kelly. Um, you know, I, I can't stand a person. Can't stand no, a person. And you know, I'm I'm a woman, so I can't I would never stand any man like that. No. But the artistry, this man is talented as far as music. Um from his baby making music, his inspirational music. I still listen to uh, "Step in the Name of Love." Uh, the, I forgot the name. I'm the greatest. I believe. I mean, look. <laughs> I believe I could fly. That was one of the biggest hits yeah. ever from Space Jam. And then don't tell me trapped in a closet. That whole entire <laughs> and it went on forever. And it sure did. A little too long for me. Right. And watching and some of the parts didn't even make sense, but people mm-hmm. fell in love with it. So because of that, I have to go with R. Kelly. Um, music wise, he's he is one of the greatest. He and he's wrote so many hits, and yeah. that's what other people that's realize. True. Yeah. He wrote and produced so yeah. many songs for people, great artists, and that's what the people don't realize. But K Walk, turn it over to you because you know Usher is your guy. Yeah, yeah, Usher, yeah, Usher is my guy, man. And you know what? This was really hard for me because you know I like Usher because you know I I like to dance. I love to dance. I feel like I'm a really good dancer, and Usher's a dancer. R. Kelly's not really a dancer, so I threw that in the, in the mix, but. Britt and Jay, you made up some, you know, you brought up some great points with 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 R. Kelly, and I and I had a whole week to think about this, and I'm listening to their music all week, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, oh, okay, no, no, I can't. When I'm listening to Usher, I said, now R. Kelly can't mess with that, and then I hear up R. Kelly, I was like, oh man, he done closed the gap. So then I'm like, oh man, but I, I guess you know, Us, man, I love you, Usher Raymond, man, um, I love you, and one of the greatest entertainers of all time, but from a musical standpoint, from an art, I got to give it to R. Kelly. I okay. really do have to give it to R. Kelly. You guys mentioned Trapped in the Closet. I was going to go there, Britt. That thing was on, that thing was real. But I think what separates him from anyone else is his remixes to the yeah, songs. The absolutely. remixes were just outstanding from, you know, and, and that, I don't know if he didn't, you know, act up, you know, with that whole um, uh, Best of Both Worlds album with Jay-Z. If you yeah. guys never listened to that, listen to that. That was outstanding. R. Kelly did his thing in that as well. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, it's the art. 
not the artists, okay, that I'm talking about. I'm talking Absolutely. about R. Kelly's music, okay? We're not gonna ever condone no nonsense like that. But um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna as much as I love Usher Raymond, I'm gonna give it to Robert Kelly. You can't spell R and B without the R. That is the truth. But <laughs> unanimous. As we go into break, I will give Usher some some credit. U S H E R R A M O D. Don't baby tell me what you want to do with me. <laughs> Look, I love Usher. I told you. Yeah, like I know. I know all his songs, so there it is. But it was a little R. Kelly on the way out, Britt. Oh, know, Brit. oh, I can't think of an R. Kelly song. That's crazy. Um, no, I can't. That nope, no. Nope, nope. We got kids watching this. <laughs> no, no, we got too. We got too many baby making love, baby making love songs. <laughs> On his albums, uh, right. Step in the Name of Love. There you go. Uh, yeah, that's go. that's about there the closest I could get. <laughs> All right, guys, you are watching. Uh, <laughs> right, you are. We're gonna be back with Jay taking over. We're gonna talk more sports again. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Like, comment, share. Uh, we're also on Twitter, aka X at the Sideline Speaks, Apple and Google Podcasts, where you can listen to your podcast. You are watching the Sideline Speaks myself. Brittany Jones alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. All right. Welcome back to the Sideline Speaks. Brittany Jones, Kevin Walker, and Jason Collins. All right, guys, I think I want to do this weekly. We, we did it last week. I liked it, so I want to come back to it and do our most <clears throat> impressive win of week four. We had some surprises in week four, some really impressive wins. But, K-Walk, what was your most impressive win in week four? Uh, yeah, man, I, I think – you know, I, I know you go with the, you know, the the big boys. You know, we talked about the, you know, talked about the Bills over the Dolphins, but I want to go with the uh, the Buccaneers over the Saints. I, I think what the Buccaneers okay. did in that game, and they 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 held them to. I don't think they had a touchdown in that game. It's twenty six to nine. Um, you know, uh, Alvin Kamara was back. The Saints were at home. Derek Carr was playing, and you just expected them to beat uh, a Tampa Bay team that a lot of people didn't give any credit to, you know, and expect them to be, you know, as, as been playing as good as they've been playing, uh, you know, yeah. especially Baker Mayfield, I think Baker Mayfield is having, you know, a most improved type season up to this point. So I, I think what the Buccaneers, not just because they beat the Saints, I just think the, in the fashion that they beat them yep. was very impressive. And, and it's going to be interesting uh, to see how they go forward, if they can stick and they can build the momentum uh, right now, because they don't have any big time name guys. They are, you know, they got Mike Evans, but outside of that, you know, they got, you know, Shard White, and I mentioned Baker Mayfield, that defense is playing really solid. It, it yep. really is. It's, it's keeping those guys in the game. As you can see, you know, nine points only given up at the saints in the, in New Orleans says a lot. So I'm going to go with the Buccaneers over the saints. Most impressive. Yeah, man, that's a good call. Cause they're not, they're not a flashy team. They're not going to no. jump off the page on you, but they play good defense. Going to keep them in every single game. That was a really impressive, 
impressive win. Britt, who you got? Who was your most impressive win of week four? Y'all know who I got. Y'all know who I got. I know no. what you're going to say. It ain't my Eagles, if that's nope. what you was thinking. Nope. I know who it is, though, because I was going to pick them. But I, sure I said enough, I'm, I'm glad you didn't because that's the only game I was impressive. But I said last week I might be going all the way out of bounds on this one. But I got this team winning the AFC South potentially. And that's the Texans. The Texans have been killing it. They're 2 and one now. They killed the Steelers. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of questions with the Steelers team. Yeah. 30-6. to C.J. Stroud, like you guys said, it's not too many Ohio State quarterbacks that whose game translate too well uh, to the NFL game, but his game is translating very, very well. He has been making some incredible throws, um, good decisions with the football, 306 yards, two touchdowns, not one pick, not one pick. And that defense has really been stepping up. And that receiver, Nico Collins, I think is his name. Nico. Nico. Killed it. I think he had over 160. No, might be too high. Wait a minute. Let me look. Let me look. Yeah. Seven receptions, 168 yards in that game. Amazing. The Miko Ryans, he like, yeah, I got the six, the sixth year in that contract, but I'm mm-hmm. coming in. We're gonna win now. We're gonna show y'all something now. You got that prime effect over there. You know, I think I think you got to give D'Amico Ryan's a lot of credit because they played good every game. I know they lost, they came out of the gate a little bit uh-huh. slow, but this looks this is a well coached football team. And you're right, Britt, they found their quarterback. So, I mean, you got to be to beat the, the Steelers thirty to six. I mean that that was really really an impressive win. That's the one I was going to go with. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna give the Denver Broncos some love. I mean we talked yeah, about them back. last week. We had Brandon <laughs> on to, to talk about when the Dolphins dropped seventy on them to be down the way they were down and then to come mm-hmm. back and win a football game. I think you got to give the Broncos some love for that would have been very easy for them to fold up their tents and just kind of say, here we go again. Uh, but to bounce back, get that 31 28 victory over the bears. Who knows? Maybe this might set something in motion for the Broncos and they can string a couple of wins together. So I felt like that was a nice win for Denver. Okay, walk on the other side. What about a disappointing loss? We definitely had some of those on Sunday as well. Who you got on that side of it? Yeah, I'm got a good segue there, Jay, because that's where exactly I'm going with. I'm going with the, the Bears losing to the Broncos. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. so. Um, yeah, I mean, you you're up 24 points in, in the fourth quarter, and you and you lose that game in the fashion. And we talked mm-hmm. about everything about trading Justin Fields. Clay, uh, Chase Claypool, um, you know, getting benched because he's speaking his mind earlier in the year, Justin Fields. But, you know, you would think they overcame that. But, um, you know, and I'm, I'm pretty sure they they really thought they had their game. I think anybody in their right mm-hmm. mind really thought that uh, they had their games, uh, that game in hand other than the Broncos, obviously. But, yeah, I think that was the most disappointing loss because had they come out there, they kind of they could have built a little bit of momentum going forward. So, listen, we got something here. But to lose – to that team in the fashion that they did, especially the way the Broncos looked the previous week against Miami, mm-hmm. it's got to say something. And, and 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 coaches are looking and checking their key card every time they come in. <laughs> working? Is it working? Okay. So they're calling each other. Hey, did you get in? Did you get your key? That's card? right. <laughs> you know? If not, I don't even bother to show up. Uh, but yeah, I think the the Bears losing to the Broncos in the fashion that they lost was the most disappointing. Yeah, man, those key cards are definitely on a week-to-week yeah, basis in, sure, in sure. Chicago. I don't think yeah. there's any question about that. Uh, Britt, who you got most disappointing? I have a couple, um, but I'll keep the one as an honorable mention if, Jay, you don't say it. 
Um, but my first one, the Cincinnati Bengals. I have oh, no yeah. idea what's going on with this team. <laughs> um, they have way too much talent. I know the offensive line needs some help. They're going to have to figure out something. I mean, you allow 27 points to a Tennessee Titans team that has been struggling a little bit. And you're supposed to have Joe Burrows and yeah. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe T. Mixon. Higgins, yeah. Like You got a superstar young team over in Cincinnati. And you guys been to the Super Bowl. Been in NFC, cha- I'm sorry, AFC, AFC championship games. What's I don't know what's going on over here, but to start off one and four, they're in trouble, and and mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to be able to get right. So yeah. in this tough conference, that's a great call. Is at yeah. first I just thought they were playing bad, like early. Mm-hmm. Now they just they look like a bad yeah. football yeah. team, and that and that is a difference. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're right, Britt. That is very disappointing. It feels like a team that's out of it. I don't I don't know that they can get this thing turned around. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with the Dolphins, and not even so much that they lost because they're playing the Bills on the road. So if they lose that game, <laughs> they lose that game. But just the way that they lost after coming right. off that tremendous high the week yeah. before to just get thoroughly dominated for four quarters, for me, that's that was super disappointing if you're a Dolphins fan. So that definitely brought them yeah. back down to yeah. earth. So yeah. I'm going to put the Dolphins as the most disappointing loss. Go ahead, Britt. What's your honorable mention? I'm going to just flat out say it. I'm going to say Washington against the Eagles. You had them dead to rights. Yeah. Had them de- And I know the Eagles are my team. Um, but the Eagles defense, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. It was that bad. But I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm glad the Eagles defense played the way they did because I felt like the Eagles defense was three and oh, and the Eagles offense was oh and three through the first three weeks of the season. This this woke up Jalen Hurts, yeah, finally, it woke him up. But Washington. And they're talented. They're they're a tough, they a talented team. team. Yeah, they have yeah. a good, a decent young team. Yeah. Um, when you had the opportunity to put away a good team who's you know has been trying to work through some things, you got to do that. So I think that's a little bit of a disappointing loss. Yeah, as for well. sure. Yeah, I, I agree. And you know, real. people can say what they want about the Eagles. I mean, I've heard people saying, "Oh, they just don't look," but. End of the day, they're finding a way to win games, and mm-hmm. that's that's really the most important thing. Uh, um, let's talk about a couple QBs, guys, because I, I feel like first, let me ask you this. I, I know I didn't put it in the thread exactly this way, but I, I kind of mm-hmm. want to change it up. Do you think the Carolina Panthers regret drafting Bryce Young? <laughs> Particularly when you see what CJ Stroud is doing particularly when you see what Anthony Richardson's doing. K-Walk, do you think like if they had a do-over, maybe they'd go a different direction? I don't think so, Jeff, because these guys are in different situations, man. Maybe – no, I, I don't think so, unless the you know the, the coaching staff just feels like he's not getting what they're coaching. Um, you know, but C.J. Stroud and Bryce – I mean, um, and Anthony Richardson – are in situations where uh, Britt alluded to it. Um, you know, you got D'Amico Ryan's out there, and he's you know he's got a great pedig- uh, pedigree, and he's, he's surrounding himself with great coaches um, as well. And um, not to mention, you know, they were able to draft uh, the young kid. Um, uh, what's his name? The, the the DN. I can't think of his name. Uh, but, but anyway, they were able to get the some kid uh, from stuff. Alabama. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, can't I don't know why I can't think of his name either. But, but 
but nonetheless, I, right? But um, nonetheless, uh, I think he's in a better Will, situation. Will, Will, Will Anderson. Will, Will Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Will Will Anderson. Anderson. Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. So, um, yeah, I just think they're. But I don't. I don't think they regret it, Jay, because you see, you see the potential in there. I mean, he's just going through that that rookie, you know, that that rookie stuff, man. I mean, that rookie wall goes through what rookies go through, and when you have the number one pick overall, you know, you don't expect to come out the gate, you know, uh, to you know to, to blow people blow people away. You're going to go through those growing pains, uh, if you will. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that now they don't regret it. I don't think they okay. regret it right now. It's too early. Yeah, yeah, I don't <laughs> think they do either. The the only thing is like C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson, like they that's, look like playmakers. I mean, yeah. it's not like they're on great teams either, mm -hmm. right. but they right. they are making plays. The thing that made me think of it, like when I was watching watching the game on Sunday, uh, the Panthers were in the huddle and I, I was just looking at the huddle and I could not see Bryce Young and oh, wow. Miles Sanders, who is not a big guy, was standing we're in front him. of him wow. and I couldn't see Bryce Young at all. Like he looked that small and that I was, was just like, wow, yeah. he looks a little smallish out there. I, I still think he's a good player. I think he's obviously got the poise and all that. I was just wondering like, when you see what Stroud and Richardson are doing, Britt, do you think the Panthers have any buyer's remorse at all on this one? <laughs> look, I mean, if you look at any draft, you could go and say that about any draft. Um, but I think yeah, with these Patrick two guys, Mahomes. I do. Right. <laughs> he was drafted later. Um, right. You know, look, I think CJ Stroud, he's showing you that I'm capable because he got the most not coming into the draft. Is he an NFL quarterback? We're yeah. not sure. Yada yada yada. Size, yeah. Bryce Young got the. He's definitely an NFL quarterback. He's a little young, but he has the arm. I think you'll start to see that in Bryce Young. Um, but like K. Rock said, it's the rookie thing. You know what? I also think kind of plays a part of this expectation. Yeah, for sure. A little bit more expectation with the Panthers and Bryce Young, and that could kind of weigh on the young guy. He has to try to work through that. There's no expectations in, te in, in the Texans. They were not expected be, to be even two on one. Yeah, they were well, along with Arizona. They may be the first duo in the NFL to go 0 and 17. So this is a little bit more surprising out of the text <clears throat> than it is um, the Panthers. So I think that's yeah. part of that. No, no regret. We'll okay. figure it out. Okay, let's talk about another QB, <clears throat> Mr. Brock Purdy, K Walks guy. Purdy. The the talk on the talk on Purdy before right was. Manage the game. Don't mess it up. You got a lot of talent around you. You know, he gets the ball, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? Is it time to start talking about Brock Purdy in a different light is my question. Like, is this guy beyond just the game manager and a really good quarterback? I think he completed 95% of his passes on Sunday. Like, yeah, to me, please. just watching him play, he looks better than just the guy who's out there managing the game. I think he looks like a really good quarterback. But K-Walk, what say you? Do we need to start looking at Brock in a different light, or do we need to just keep him in that game manager class that it seems like people have him in right now? Yeah, I, I say keep him in that class, man. Well, I like when he flies under the radar, man, for sure. I, I, I don't want him to be. But it's, it's a, yeah, exactly. For sure. For sure. And yeah, you know, um, when you look at him and I, and I look at him every single every single week and and you see some of the throws that he makes uh, the week before against uh, the the, uh, the Giants, he missed some some uh, some deep balls. And, you know, he got on himself about that, even though they won the game and, you know, he, he looked OK. But the knock one was throwing the ball deep. You can't he, you know, that's his flaw. 
He can't throw the deep ball. And what does he do this week, this past week? He goes out and throws the deep ball and and effectively, mind you, accurately as well. Um, I, I think you have to start talking about him. I don't I personally, you know, you know, like I said, I'm you know, I was being funny, but I'm being serious at the same time. I really don't want to talk about him because because of the fact of the matter is what we like to do as far as from the media standpoint is we like to build people up just yep. to tear them down. And, yep. and I don't want to see that from you know from Brock Purdy's standpoint or anybody else from that standpoint, not just just Brock Purdy, but since he's my guy. You know, yeah, this came called him the point guard, man. He's the point guard. He, he, you know, he he dishes the rock to the right guys. He gets them, you know, gets the passes to the right guys to to score. So he's still doing that. You're not going to compare him to 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 Jalen Hurts. You're not going to compare him to maybe you will compare him to Dak Prescott. I don't know. I I don't know, but that's a little closer comparison. But uh, you're not going to compare him to Josh Allen. Some of the quarterbacks we talked about, the two was not just yet, but you know, because a lot of people are going to say, well, is it Brock? Is it the offense? Is it Kyle Shanahan? Yeah. So I, I just say he's just the best fit for the offense right now. But if you, if you put him in another situation, I, I think he can still make those throws and still make those plays uh, without question. So I don't, as much as I love him, I don't want to hear people talk about him <laughs> because it just it just feels like it's a jinx, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't ready to like put him in like tier one QB. No, 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 no. But I or do 15, think yeah. like you mentioned Dak Prescott, like Britt, when I look at Dak play mm-hmm. and I look at Brock play, like, I mean, are we really convinced that Dak is that much better than Brock Purdy? To me, I I don't I don't think so. But but it could be like K Walk alluded to. Maybe it's the system. Maybe it's the weapons. But just watching him play football, he looks like a very competent quarterback. Look, I don't want to disrespect any quarterback. Uh, you're trying to get me to go that Eagles Cowboy route, <laughs> hey, but I'm I'm not going to do it because look. I have to give Dak some some credit here. I mean, he he has played, and to me, look, the 49ers have blown every team out for the most part since they played. And I think Brock Purdy is a good quarterback, but I still need to see more from him. And he's been doing great. And I don't know what else more you could really ask for him to do. Right. But what I want to see from him is resil- not I don't want to say resiliency. I want to see if they're down. And they got to like really, I said it earlier, because they never had to play from being behind because the whole daggone team is such so great. For instance, Sunday, Jalen Hurts down 17 points against Washington. The team was just playing bad in the first half, came back to win the game. Can Brock Purdy do that? I'm not saying he can't. I just want to see it. I think he can. I think he has the pedigree, the leadership, the mentality to do it. Um, I think once he does that, once he proves he could do that, every quarterback has to prove it. Jalen Hurts had to go through it prior to this. Jalen Hurts was, ah, he's this, he's that, he's this, he's that. But now they understand that Jalen Hurts can throw the football. Jalen Hurts can be very accurate with the football. He's been struggling for the first three games this past game. He's shown why he got that contract. So I just want to see more of that. Although if you're a 49ers team or fan, we're not looking to see that because we just want to win games. That's the important part, right? That's what you want. Trust me, as the Eagles fan, that's all I want to see. We've been iffy the first so many games. Um, but for me to put them above Dak, I don't want to go there just yet. Um, I feel like I would be disrespecting Dak Prescott um, a little bit too much. And Dak has been in different type of situations. He just got to figure out this Mike McCarthy play call thing. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But. Um, I still think Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. 
Okay, Mark, were you gonna say something? I saw you. No, she. No, she's. Oh. No, no. She was saying, "I want to see more," and then I, and then I was gonna ask, "What more do you need to see from him?" And she, she, she specified that she wants to see him play from behind. So that's why. I really How many played. games has 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 Purdy started? Obviously, he started uh, for, this year. When did he come in last year? He came in. He was seven and zero. No, seven and one last year. So yeah, this will be this will be his eleventh. Thirteen. Yeah. Oh, thirteenth game. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Okay. So he's almost yeah. got mm-hmm. almost a full season. Under I can't give game. him that one though. I know he started that game, but I can't give him that one. Man. I'm just not going to give Brady give him that one. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. The I, I, he got hurt, I don't, I don't I know think you can hang that loss yeah. on him. Yeah, he because I, I, yeah. yeah, because I got a feeling that would have been a totally different outcome had he stayed healthy. I don't think but, so, but okay. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, man. I, I I know K Walk. You don't okay want to pump up your guy. But I think he's better than people think he is. I really do. Like, and I don't know. Like, I'm not the type of person that feels like I need to see it over and over and over again to believe it. Like, I feel like I know a good player when I see it. Like the first TCU against Colorado, after about four throws, I said Shador Sanders can play. Like, I don't need to see him play 10 games Mm -hmm. to know that he can play. Like, and so I just feel like watching Brock. I think he can play. Now, you can always make the yeah. case it's the people around him, the system. But, I mean, we could probably say that about a lot of teams. A lot of quarterbacks have a lot of weapons around them. You so. need weapons to do anything. Yeah. 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 And, so. and, Jay, and, and I That's agree what, with you I there like because – Turn. I don't like that saying. I don't. I, I, I can't – I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, Kate. No, so no, no. no, no that no. irritates me. And that, to me, that takes away from any good quarterback, including yeah. Brock Purdy. Yeah. Um, you – every – Good quarterback needs good weapons, great weapons around him to win any games. Jalen Hurts got that knock on him for the last – he still gets that knock on him, which makes no daggone sense. I'm like, does Patrick Mahomes get that knock on him? He right. has Travis People Kelsey. are selective with who they right. do You're it with. selective, yeah. and it's not right. So, no, these are good quarterbacks. Give them their credit and move on. Yeah, and and it's kind of a it's a kind of a was I was going with it's the guy I think the only guy that you can really say one without weapons a true weapon well maybe you could put Gronk in there was was it's Tom Brady um, he never really had a true number one receiver he has some receivers that were kind of like over the hill maybe you think Randy Moss is probably the best receiver he had if you go back but yeah. nonetheless going back to Brock Purdy to, and to your point Jay about you know seeing a quarterback you know early I think I've noticed it I realized he was a good quarterback when. The second game after he came in to, to relieve, um, well, not relieve, to replace uh, um, Jimmy Garoppolo against that Dolphins game was the next game against Tampa Bay, where he they had a bootleg and a guy was, it was a naked bootleg and a guy ran right at him. He swam him with the ball in hand and hit Debo for, for you know, like a 12 yard, uh, you know, first down the out route. I said, okay, we got ourselves a quarterback here. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right in that aspect. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you know, He's not good. Or I just don't want him in that talk, man. I just yeah. Want him to no, I get it. Under the radar. And just, <laughs> I get just it. Go and just do it. You know what I mean? But uh, let the numbers speak for themselves. The yeah, wins. That yeah. is the wins. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to that game on Sunday night. It's going to be an entertaining game. I'm nervous, Jay. Sure, you know, so. you know I me. Mean? That, that's yeah, going to be a lot of fun. Boy. This is going to be a lot of fun. All right, y'all. We got to get this in. Then we'll we'll take a break and then we'll come back and and we'll hit K Walk segments. But we got to get this in. WNBA, our teams squaring off in the WNBA finals, the New York Liberty, the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, I think it's set to kick. I, I looked at I was disappointed that I don't think they play until Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Which I'm like, man, I feel like you missed an opportunity. Put the game on like Thursday or Friday. Why compete with the NFL? But whatever. Yeah. Um, 
But Britt, I'm going to start with you here. I know that's your squad, but how do you see this thing playing out? Well, let's oh, do it man. this way. Who you got in game one and who do you have winning the series? Let's do it that way. Oh, okay. I guess that's changed. I'm going to still say I'm nervous to say. <laughs> right. The Aces look like they starting to pick up their stride again. <laughs> Asia Wilson, she going to be tight because she didn't win uh, uh, MVP of the season. I'm like, oh, man. But I can't walk. You see the text I just yeah. said. <laughs> Jay, look at, did you see it, Jay? Look at your phone. Look at your phone. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> it's okay. That, that is, that somebody, is funny. That's somebody funny. just like sent that, that to me when <laughs> I was on the air uh, while we were talking. That's too much right there. But anyway, um. <laughs> You know what? I think this is going to be a tough, hard-fought series. I really, really do. I know the Liberty made most people nervous after they lost game one, but they got their act together, and you've seen they blew out the Suns in game two and three. They was like, okay, or games two, three, and four, I guess you could say, Um, because they won three straight games. So it was like, let's pick up. I'm tired of this team. It's it's time to put them away. Um, So I I think it's going to be a hard-fought game. I think Brianna Stewart it's going um it's gonna come up big. We already know what Asian Wilson. I keep saying her Asian Wilson is gonna do. She's she's gonna play her game. Um and it's gonna come down to I feel like what's the name? I can't I can never think of her name. Is it Jaquo? Jack Jaquo Jones. Jones. Um I feel like it's gonna come down to her and her free throws. <laughs> and I feel like she's gonna sink them. And I think they're gonna take are, are they in Vegas. Vegas. Oh, no, they they Vegas, open up in Vegas. Vegas. They open yeah. up in Vegas. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's the best of five, right? Five. Yep. I think the Liberty is going to win the series. I feel like the Aces will win game one for some okay. reason. Okay. I don't know. I just feel like the Liberty tries to get a feel for how the other team wants to play a little bit. And they let you win the first game and then they'll win, and they'll win the series. But I think it's going to be a tight series. Okay. Well, what you think? Yeah, I'm with Brib. Although I'm going to go different on the first game, though. Um, I'm going to. Th- I think that the uh, I think the Liberty knows the, the Aces. They played tremendous games, you know, throughout the uh, you know throughout the season, regular season games, and then you know that little tournament thing they had going on as well. And you know they you know they they went back and forth, but yeah. you know and you know Aces, you know, kind of you know when they won. You know, they won not convincingly, but when the Liberty won, they won convincingly, you yeah. know. And, and I just think that if you get if uh the Liberty can get Sadrina, I don't call her Sabrina, I call her Sadrina. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they can get her going early, man, I, I think they which I think they will. I think they're going to come out, it's going to be a feisty game, and we're going to mm-hmm. see a lot of pushing and shoving in this game, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Just because they're ladies, don't mean they they you know they won't scrap now because this is it's the brawl for it all. And my Martin, yeah, that's the brawl for it all. So I, I'm gonna, I think the Liberty, it's going to be a really good series. I think it go, it's going to go to five for sure. But I think the Liberty will steal one on uh, in game one. I think they 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 take it, they get a uh, home court advantage, and they win it at home. They bring it home, and we go in the parade. We okay. Have a parade in New okay. York. Yeah, I got to go a different way here, guys. If we of were asking this question six weeks ago, I might have went Liberty because the Aces look like they had lost their stride, but they have found it again for sure. And um, I think they're going to get it done. I think the Aces win game one. And I think they're going to win this thing in four. I think it's going to be a 3-1 series. So wow, I got right. the Aces oh, in wow. four. 
That's yeah, I think I think that's disrespect. And Brit and British, you said Asia Wilson. Nobody's really been able to stop her. Like when she's on her game, watch out. And the Aces though, they they do tend to get slow starts sometimes. So that's the only thing that worries me. Sometimes they come out and they're not ready to play. You cannot do that with the Liberty at all. But I got to roll with the Aces here. It's going to be a fun series though. It's going to be a lot of fun. So. Definitely looking forward. I, said, to I know that. the Liberty gonna beat the Aces. Right, all right. <laughs> you just you just gave them you gave them billboard material right there. Ooh. Disrespectful. I think they <laughs> split. May I think they split two to two in the regular season. I think they split two to two. But um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. But I I, I think it's gonna be hard to be the Aces on their home floor. So I, I gotta go Aces. I gotta go Aces. Gotta do all it right. if you wanna win it all though. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's grab a quick break, y'all. And then uh, when we come back, K Walk's going to do his um, one ticket and in, in and out of bounds segment. You guys are listening to the Sideline Speaks with Brittany Jones, Kevin Walker, and Jason Collins. We'll be right back. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sideline Speaks with Brittany Jones, Jason Collins, and myself, Kevin Walker. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. For, I give you the one-ticket segment and the inbounds, the out-of-bounds segment. Ladies and gentlemen, this uh, this one is kind of interesting. It's not so much sports-related, but um, it's a one-ticket. And I want to see you guys. Brittany, you kinda, I thought you, you kind of scared me earlier with your fun questions. So I thought you were kind of going down the, the avenue that I'm going to you know uh, guide you guys down tonight. Britt, I'll start with you always, ladies, first. All right, one ticket, ladies and gentlemen. If you're, if you're new with this, I give you four events, four options in this case. One ticket, and you have to come up with that. You know what? Which that ticket? What ticket uh, event you're going to use for that one ticket? Excuse me. All right, Britt. So you got one. <clears throat> These are options here. You can come. You become uh, invisible. You I have the ability. To, you, yeah. Okay. I'm invisible. I need a ticket. <laughs> Yeah, you need a ticket. Yeah, you need yeah, these are ticket. More of a wish thing, I guess. If you more, should call it one wish. Am I wish. voice? One wish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two, you can read minds. Three, you can fly. Or four, you could become faster than speed of light. And ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know how fast that is, it's 186,000 miles. Per second, yeah, I looked that up. I don't keep that information in my head. <laughs> All right, so That's you can good... become you wrote them down, correct? Yeah, mm -hmm. I got it. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I don't know if I want to be invisible. Like, I mean, what, you're what, not going to be invisible. To let me rephrase that. You're not going to be invisible the entire time. You can become invisible when you when you want to. Just going to go in and out to. when you need yeah. it. When you need to, oh, gotcha. I mean, like unless, that. unless I should, I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> My incriminate myself. We're going to keep, we gonna keep that off. Usher's, uh, Usher's uh, green room or uh, Usher's backstage. <laughs> no, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts uh, locker room. Like, no, it's talking about money. <laughs> Taking oh, <okay>. money. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but it's really no need for me to become invisible. So, okay. 
Um, okay. no. Read minds. I don't know if I want to know. I know that's scary, everybody's right? mind. I, I don't. Yeah, that might put me in a position where I may want to become invisible and hide away <laughs> in my house all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I want to do that. But fly or faster than the speed of light. Now that's interesting. Um, wow. That don't ah. So I could become Superman basically, or, or Flash. Flash or Flash. Um. I don't know if Flash ever gets tired. Does Flash get tired? I don't I've know. never seen him tired. Yeah, I've never seen him tired. So mm -hmm. I will say faster than the speed of light. Um, like if I could run that daggone fast and you could clearly run across water, mm -hmm. um, I think I'm going to take that and just travel all across the world. But while I'm running, see everything that's going on. <laughs> all right. See, when you, fly, you just stuck up in the air, clouds. Mm -hmm. Covering everything, can't see everything. That's in the speed of light. I could travel this world a thousand and one times over. So okay. I'm gonna take that one. All right, all right, good one. Jay, what say you? The the travel is appealing, but I, I kind of want to go with something that maybe I can make it work for me a little bit more, right? So I, I agree with Britt. I, at first, I thought reading minds would be interesting <laughs> until you start seeing what people really think. <laughs> right. Like, oh, man, this, this ain't so good after all. So right. I'm going to skip on that one. Visible or, or uh, being you know, faster than the speed of light. I feel like you could maybe make those work work for you. Yeah. The ability, mm -hmm. man. You could pretty much do anything you want there. And I know Britt didn't want to get into the money thing, but man, you yeah. you know that that's it. And then even being faster than the speed of light. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I like them both, K Walk, but I, I think I'm gonna go invisible, man. I just okay. think it would be fun. So yeah. I'm gonna go for being invisible. Yeah, uh, Jay, I agree with you on this one, Jay. I, I thought about it. That's why it's the first one up there, because I always wanted to see what it would be like to, to be invisible. Not that I would use it for anything incriminating or anything like that. Or maybe I would. Maybe I would go to the bank. Maybe I would go to the bank, you know, but can I get out? I can't walk through walls, but, you know, because if I'm holding money, then, you know, can they see that money? Can they see that money just walking and floating by itself? So, yeah. But I do. I do want to go invisible there. I'll go invisible there um, for sure. So good stuff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, next one here is our inbounds and out of bounds. Again, if you're new to the segment, uh, what I do is I give these guys uh, five scenarios here. And if they agree with me, they say it's inbounds. If they disagree with me, they say out of bounds. Britt, I'll stay with you on this one. Uh, we talked about the Steelers earlier and their, and their mm -hmm. start. So with that being said, uh, Mike Tomlin's 16-season non-losing streak will end this season. Is that inbounds or Ooh. out of bounds? Ooh, I had time to look at their schedule. Because how, cause how yeah. they're playing right now. Ooh, right. boy. I, I, mm. You know that division is tough. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, let me see. So, but they're they, two and two right now. So They lost to the Browns. They lost to Without Deshaun. the Texans. No, no, no. They did. They went to Deshaun. I'm sorry. Um, they lost to the 49ers. I'm like, this is a game in there I'm missing. So they're, they're – what you said? I thought they were one and four. Are they two and two? No, nah, they're two and two. Oh, yeah, two and two. And they, they beat the Raiders. And I'm sorry, they, they beat, beat the Raiders and the Browns. And the Browns mm -hmm. My apologies. Yeah. Lost to the 49ers and the Texans. Got the Ravens. The Rams have been playing very well. And Cooper Cup's on his way back. Mm -hmm. The Jaguars, up and down. Texans, Packers, Browns, Bengals, Cardinals, Patriots, Colts, 
Seahawks, Ravens. Um, now that I look at the schedule, what was that inbounds out of bounds? How did you phrase it? Uh, yeah, Mike Tomlin's 16th season, non-losing streak will end. So will will he be under under? I'm gonna say based off the schedule. I know they haven't been playing well, but we're still so early in the season. Um, I think eventually they'll start. They did the same thing last year. They did similar thing last year. They started off real slow for the first so many weeks. I think if they're going to start to turn it around. So I'm going to say it's out of balance. I think they're turning around. I think they'll just get that. They'll probably win nine games again. Nine games? Okay. Yeah. Jay, what say you? Yeah, you know, looking at the schedule, I think there's five games on there that are guaranteed, not want to say guaranteed, but gotcha. I'll say they're most likely to win. Right. That'll get them to seven. And then they just have to beat a couple teams that they're not supposed to just to right. get to that right. nine. So I, I'm going to agree with Britt. I'm going to say that's out of bounds. I think Tomlin finds a way to keep the streak going. Exactly. All right. I, I like it. I like it. All right, Britt. Uh, Jets are more, are more likely to win or to make the playoffs, excuse me, than the Giants. Is that inbounds or out of bounds? They're both one and three. <clears throat> Oh, um, to make the playoffs? Yes. I mean, if Zach Wilson keeps playing how he's playing, <laughs> then yeah, but I don't know if he's going to keep playing like that. Uh, right. Giants, they just look bad. Um, and I know, but Saquon Barkley is not playing right now neither. Um, oh, this one's tough. This one's tough. They're in the AFC. This team's in the NFC. I don't know, guys. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? I'm gonna say you said the Jets are more likely to make the playoffs than the Giants. Correct. I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say out of bounds. I'm not too confident in that answer. I'm gonna be honest okay. with you. I'm really not too confident in that answer. And I feel like I'm basing this off because of. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, it's time out. No, I'm changing it. It's inbounds. I'm going to say inbounds. I don't even see them being – I see the Giants being fourth, dead last in the in the division, which I was right. That's me not that they're not going to make the playoffs at all. I think Washington is going to make the playoffs, or he, they might be a wild card. I'm not going to be sure about the playoffs, but they may be one of the wild card teams. Um <clears throat> I think the Jets, although they're in the AFC, and that was throwing me off a little bit, I really don't think neither team is going to make the playoffs. But although they're in AFC, I'm going to go with the Jets. I think their defense is way better than the Giants. And if Zach Wilson can figure it out and his defense can hold just a little bit longer, um, I think they have a chance. But the Giants, no, not with them being last in the division. Okay, gotcha. Jay, what's yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go inbounds here too, K Walk. I, I, it was this is tough. I agree with Britt. Mm-hmm. It's tough, but I'm, I'm just gonna say on the strength of their defense, and if Zach Wilson can play complimentary football, you never know. But right, I, right. I don't think either one of them is gonna get in. But I'm gonna say inbounds here. All right, cool, cool. All right, uh, Britt, the uh, NFC South is the Bucks to win. Inbounds or out of bounds? I mean, I mean, because I can't think. You got the Bucks. You got the Saint, Falcons, Falcons, Saints, Saints Panthers, and Panthers. Panthers. Mm-hmm. Well, the Saints need to get healthy and stop being suspended for dumb reasons. <laughs> um, the Panthers, I think, are out. The Falcons, they they can't even get Kyle Pitts the ball. I know they're two and two right now, 
but they, they can't go pitch the ball. Um, you know, I, I think it's I think it's inbounds. Um, I, I really do. Look, you can say what you want about Baker May uh, uh what the heck is his last name? Why is it? Mayfield. 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 Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. It's not coming to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been pretty darn good for the first four weeks with that team. You know, I think they figured out trying to get that ball out of his hands quicker, um, not have him hold on to that football way too long. And that defense, when healthy, they're actually a pretty good defense. Remember, they still have one of the yeah. best linebackers over there. They have some one of the best uh, uh, DBs back there. They still have Vita Vea in Ooh. there. Um, I know that their only loss came to the Eagles. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the Falcons, I can't know. The Panthers, they gotcha. can't. No, they're on four. That's going to be too hard. And the Saints, I don't know what's going on with the Saints right now because yeah. they have a good team. It's just like something's just not adding up. And I know Derek Carr is hurt right now. Yeah. Um, but Jameson Winston, if he got to continue to play quarterback, I don't know if that's going to work. So I'm going to say inbounds for the Bucks. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go inbounds here, too. I, I think they're clearly the best team in this division. I, I don't see anyone really making any noise there. So I'm, I'm going inbounds as well. All right, good stuff, good stuff. All right, next one here, Britt. Um, all football and baseball stadiums should have retractable roofs. Inbounds or out of bounds? All football or baseball stadiums? And baseball stadiums, yes. <clears throat> should have retractable uh, roofs? Yes. Mm-hmm. Completely and utterly out of bounds. Look, I understand the concept of retractable, retractable roof. You know, the rain, the snow. But sometimes I just feel like that makes the game. Like that makes, well, especially football, baseball. This is kind of a two-part question because <laughs> baseball they'll cancel the game, they'll reschedule the game if it's raining. Right. So that's the only thing. So I'm kind of split on this. I don't know. Do they share the stadium? Do we have separate stadiums? <laughs> nah, not today. Not, yeah, 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 not this yeah. day and age. Yeah. yeah. Can I can I do a two part answer? <laughs> Football out of bounds, baseball inbounds. <laughs> can I say that? Okay. 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 Now I just love when you see a football game and it's raining. It's making it's making it that much tougher on the players, the quarterback to throw the ball. It's slippery a little bit. Not when the grass is jacked up. When the grass. But I don't know. It's just like when they roll around, that does not sound like them. Mm-hmm. Want to change your picture to being invisible? <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me, let me. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems out here like talking about real, rolled around right? <laughs> it just seems like real rugged football from back in the day, which we love. So, you know what? I'm going to just change my entire answer. I'm going to say inbounds. I'm okay. gonna keep this clean and bounce. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say All right. I was gonna ask answer- you what if you what if you're at the game with the mm-hmm. answer change? You're at a football game and it's raining and snowing and they rolling around and all that good stuff. Oh, I don't like football yeah. games if I'm not sitting in the suite. Not to sound bougie. I'd rather sit at home. I'm saying big okay. TV. Okay. I ain't going. <laughs> I'm not okay. going. <laughs> Jay, what say you? Hey, well, repeat the question for me just sure. so I can make sure I, I get it right. Sure. All football and baseball stadiums should have retractable rules. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm going inbounds here, K-Walk. And, and I get what Britt's saying about, like, the old time, the weather, the elements. I'm over all that. Like, to yeah. me, there's nothing worse than the rain or something, like, just messing up like. the game conditions. 
or the field being too slick and now you know people don't perform the way they yeah. i want to see the highest quality of the sport that i can mm-hmm. and look at wimbledon like they always had yeah. those issues with rain they got the couple of retractable roofs they can play through it yeah nk walk to your point if you're a fan in the stadium how nice would it be to have the roof the temperature's perfect yes. you're not dealing with the elements i'm going inbounds all the way on this one yeah but yeah Jay. And What's your that? team plays good in the elements. You want those elements. Like, for instance, nah. 49ers come to Philadelphia. We want the elements over here. We want yeah, the just, snow and the rain. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I, I definitely <laughs> see that side of it for sure. Well, that's, that's, I yeah. think that's <laughs> I'm thinking as a fan. I'm thinking as a fan. And I'm saying I'm going to a game and I'm spending $45, $50 for parking. I'm spending over two, $300 for food and drinks or whatever, yeah. you know, whatever you, you you like to do. You're spending qu- close to $1,000, you know, if you do it right. Yeah. I don't want to be there in the rain. I don't want to be there in the snow, bundle it all up and mm-hmm. have to cover my, you know, my cover yeah. my my two, my $20 uh, hot dog, you know, whatever the case may be, <laughs> where, you know, cover it all up and get it all soggy. So I'm going with, I'm, I'm saying this is inbounds. That's why I posed the question because this is the one I wanted to answer because and I've, I've been... San Francisco, you fly yeah, out but there. Listen, team listen. Plays in Texas, you fly out there, y'all good. <laughs> I play in Philly. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, but listen, I, I went a couple years that. ago. Me and my son went to a, team, uh, to a game in Washington, and it mm-hmm. was just pouring down rain. We could not yeah. enjoy it, and, and you know, it's not like we go to games every single week and things. And that's yeah. how it's, a, it's once in a yeah. you know once not once a lifetime opportunity, but you don't do it that much. So I want to if I'm going, I want to be in the best elements possible. I mean that that you know what now that y'all put it, it does make sense. If I'm mm-hmm. going to the game, no, I don't want it to be cold because I went to Eagles yeah. Giants game. Yeah. I was miserable. It was so cold, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was cold, so I do understand it from that that perspective. But if I'm sitting at home and we oh, got yeah. home field advantage, please let the snow, rain, do all that. Especially when yeah. you're dealing with a West Coast team. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. All right. Last one. This is a bit of a fun one here. All right, Britt. Uh, Clue is the greatest board game of all time. Clue <laughs> is the greatest board game of all time. Clue? Inbounds or out of bounds? Yeah. You ever play Clue? Yeah, I played Clue. Oh, okay, I don't. Oh, no, you said Clue like you didn't. Like you didn't um, no, because I started thinking of other board games that I played. You throw Monopoly um, in there, bro. Man, I'm gonna go out of bounds. Like it's just too many other board. You got Life. Okay. You got Trouble. <laughs> uh, you got Monopoly. Although that's long as heck. Uh, what's one of my favorites? I can't think of my one of my favorite games, but. I never say, oh, bust out the, the clue game. <laughs> Let's play some clue. <laughs> I like clue. I'll play clue if it's there, but nah, I don't really care who killed who in the dining room with the hatchet. <laughs> like, okay. okay. It's gotcha. cool, though. Jay, what's that you? Yeah, man, I'm not a board game guy anyway. Oh, man, I thought you would. I got to go out of bounds here, man. Like, is, is Battleship, does that count as a board game? Nah, no, I don't count that as a board game. I don't know wow. that I've ever played Clue in my life. Oh, really? Wow, So okay. I'm, I'm going to have to go out of bounds just on the fact that I've never played it before. Yeah, it's hard to get Jay because I, you know, sometimes I think I know Jay and I'm like, boy, Jay's got to throw board games. That's why, you know, I brought up, I know Jay's played a board game. Um, I, the reason why I brought up Jay boring. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. I'm just playing. Um, it's okay. 
I quit Clue because I'm still on a, I, I'm still on probation. I'm still from Monopoly because of some time back I flipped the Monopoly board, and so right now I we haven't played them since. So, but I want to say Monopoly, but I'm, right now I'm still waiting for that my probation to end. Up. Why are you flipping? You was losing. Yeah, that's the only reason why you flipped the board. But you got to understand why I flipped the board. The, the previous game, I think it was like a couple of days, maybe the night before, I broke the bank. I had there was no money left in the bank. Uh-huh. None of the players had money. None of the players. I had everything. I mean, you name it, I had everything. I had the horse. I had the iron. I had the thimble. I had everything. But the next game, I got killed. I flipped the board. I said, I flipped the so ever since then, that's, that's classic game <laughs> one right there. You gotta love that. You gotta I love, the love competitive that. nature. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that's why I said Clue. Clue is my second favorite game. So if, if you had to ask me and I was allowed to play Monopoly, I would say Monopoly. <laughs> but I'm going Clue. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, good stuff. I appreciate it, guys. All right. So that's the end of my segment. So I'll turn it back over to Jay. Take it away, brother. All right, that was good stuff, K. Well, all right, y'all, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here, but let's do um, who's balling real fast, and then we'll get out of here. Every week, we want to shout out a team player, a coach, somebody that's just absolutely getting it done. K. Walk, I'm gonna start with you as as usual. Who you got this week? Who's balling? Yeah, we talked about my guy earlier, man, and I'm gonna go with uh, Christian McCaffrey, CMC, as we as they call him. Uh, you know, another great performance. Uh, he had uh, four touchdowns. He had 106 yards rushing. He had seven catches for 71 yards and a touchdown. Um, and again, he had three rushing touchdowns. So Christian McCafferty has absolutely been balling. Yeah, man, no doubt. He, he's definitely getting it done. I think I'm going to go next here. And I, I got to do it, man. We didn't really talk about him a ton tonight, but I got to mm-hmm. shout out my Cowboys after losing last week. And then, and even we talked about how the Patriots might be a tricky matchup for them and, and Belichick's defense and all that stuff. My Cowboys put all that to rest, a dominating 38 to 3 victory. I mean, they left no doubt. They got their groove back. My Cowboys absolutely balling. Britt, who you got? You want a cookie? Want a cookie? I, actually, I actually wouldn't mind a cookie, Britt. I prefer a chocolate chip. So if you know how to bake, send some my way. I'll give you a gold star. I'm gonna get the whole, the whole, I'm gonna send a whole, whole, a whole basket of cookies to the Dallas Cowboys. Chips away. Chips away. The team that it's supposed to be. Uh, but no, no, no. I, I I get it. I get it though. Um, so um, you know, I guess it's just gonna be our all of our teams because I have to give them credit. Um, you know, I'm us Philadelphia fans could be very tough on our own team at times. So but I have to give Jalen Hurts credit. Game, he finally, finally starting to see the old Jalen Hurts come out. He performed very well through some dimes to uh, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. You know, one to, to Dallas Goddard, which I'm still not sure how the heck he got it in there. Um, but 319 yards, two touchdowns, and 112 uh, uh, passer rating or QB rating. Very incredible game from him, and hopefully it keeps going. So, Jalen Hurts, you balled out. You were balling this game. Yeah, he did. He, him, and AJ Brown, they were they were unstoppable on Sunday. That that was nice. All right, y'all. K Walk, let's get out of here before we do. Yeah. Let the people know where to find you, and if there's anything you're looking forward to this week. Yeah, guys. Well, you can find me uh, right there on, on Twitter, X, as Brittany calls it, uh, at Kevin Walker one four two, Facebook Kevin Walker, uh, Instagram and uh, Thread uh, Kevin one four two. 
you can catch me tomorrow night on uh, on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with myself, uh, with Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott, at 7 p.m. Again, Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. You can tune in live. Go on those sites I just mentioned and then follow the link there or wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow there. We like to infotain there. So uh, looking forward to that. And um, uh, not too attractive game this uh, this Thursday, but I'm watching nonetheless because it is football on there. And then I'm looking forward to some great football and um, Saturday and Sunday. And of course, the WNBA final start on Sunday for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You guys can find me at Jason Talk Sports on all the social media platforms. Yeah, K Walk, we didn't talk any college football tonight, but there's some big games on yeah. Saturday. So, like you, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. We got Texas, Oklahoma, Ooh. Ohio State, Maryland. That's going to be a sneaky good game. I think there's some people overlooking Maryland a little bit. Yeah. Alabama plays Texas AM. So, I'm definitely mm-hmm. looking forward to Saturday as well. And then, of course, on Sunday, all the NFL stuff and my aces taking on you guys is liberty so a lot to look forward to this week and this weekend Britt, what say you so if that means jay if the liberty wins you wear a liberty t-shirt sure if they win <laughs> said, sure. <laughs> yes if the liberty win the series if they win the series i will come on the show with a liberty t-shirt yes i will okay all right bet can, can um, you wear the aces shirt if the aces win? absolutely not i'm not doing that oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll put i'll put i'll put them up as my profile as my okay. cover picture okay. or something i can on, live with that social media for 24 hours um i think k-rock made me do that before i was tight yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um uh no but I got, can I say something, please? Of course, of course. Or just end the show. Can we stop complaining? And it's not you guys, it's the national media, the tush push, the brotherly shove, whatever the heck you want to talk to say. <laughs> I got a that problem. This is my rant. And I didn't get a rant out in three weeks. Three <laughs> weeks. And it's bugging me because I keep hearing stuff about this tush push, brotherly shove, whatever you want to call it about. It is a football play that was done way before the Eagles started to do it. You're just mad because they done perfected it, primarily because they have a decent offensive line. I'm sorry, good offensive line. And a quarterback that squats 600 pounds. If it's a problem, then why are a lot of other teams trying to do it? We've seen the Giants try it last night. We've seen, <laughs> I think, Washington tried it against us. They didn't complete it. And Washington's uh, defense coordinator, Jack Del Rio, complaining about it stop complaining about it and just stop it okay i'm done let's let's let me end the show now yeah everybody's <laughs> doing it on the college and pro level now they're it's all copycat, doing it they're all doing league. it yeah yep. and we got it from the patriots when tom brady was around yeah um a little different but that, yeah that's why we got it all right uh sorry about that i had to get that off my chest a little bit um <laughs> yeah, <you're> <laughs> uh, but no you can catch me on uh twitter instagram tiktok at Brittany Monique's right there at the bottom of the screen. I'm looking forward to hopefully these Phillies win a wild card round. By the time we see each other again, that series should be over. I know we're up one nothing, I believe, right now. Let's yes. hopefully continue it. WNBA, absolutely. The start of NBA and, of course, football every single week. So that's what I'm looking forward to most. All right, good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, hit that like button for us. Hit that share button. Subscribe. Uh, We're trying to grow this thing as best we can. We appreciate your support and your help in doing that. And we'll be back here live next Tuesday at 7 p.m. For Brittany Jones and Kevin Walker, I'm Jason Collins. We'll see you guys next week. 
You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports.